Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, the West Tigers changed their official hashtag from on the bus to stick the landing. Ivan Cleary invests in a double-decker bus to ensure that the inhabitants of all dressing rooms can remain on it with him. Robbie Farris says he's honoured to accept the role of captain, coach and trainer and will happily keep Ivan on as an assistant if he behaves. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for the 2018 rep round. All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 292 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. This week, we want to start off with uh, at uh, Cronulla Sharky uh, sent, us a, sent us a tweet. said, long listener, first time tweet, great show. Sounds like you need a Sharks ambassador. Pleased to begin on the back of a Panther hiding. Now, um, we got there's a lot of Sharks fans. Yeah, but, you know, we are very happy to have you on board. Look, you know, we, we are a competency-based uh, mer- show. It's a meritocracy. That's it. Um you bring the goods. If if you can ambassador for the sharks in a greater way than uh, spilling your seed on <laughs> on images of your winger, yes. <laughs> if you could if you could do that, then uh, yes. Um, oh, I forgot to say how you going, bud. Big We're man. in the daytime. I know it's a morning one. This this for me is the optimal recording time of the week. Because you're after, like, Wednesday morning, you're after the the teams would be, like, in a regular week. Mm-hmm. I mean, this week's an exception, but you're after the, the teams being released on the on the Tuesday afternoon, and everything's kind of happened by then. I mean, occasionally you miss stuff. I mean, some news tends to break on Wednesdays, like what Mo's interview came out on Wednesday last week, so I was lucky yeah. to get a Wednesday yeah. night. But I, I just feel like it's, it's great not doing it late at night as well, and, uh, you know, after a, a long day of work and, and the rest of it, so... Here's the thing with Rugby League. Has been too much news that's ever broken that's, you know, not replaced by more news. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the, in the, the, the following it, week. Yeah, so. with, the, with, with the exceptions of, uh, of Origin Week, where it's a lot of uh, human interest and, and that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, getting into the, into the uh, news, though, Robbie, the big story. This is a fucking heartwarming tale. This, this like, if you thought Benji. Come back with a heartwarming. Like, I mean, of all the improbable twists and turns of the things that life could offer up, Robbie Farah, maybe, I mean, as of time of recording, what we know is discussions have been in place for longer than you'd think. Uh, Robbie with Ivan uh, and ben- at Benji's behest, I believe, as well. I mean, he was kind of like a mediator, you know, or a, you know, a catalyst to the whole thing to get Robbie back to the West Tigers. And uh, what a heartwarming tale this is. Ivan has then taken... He's he's on board with it, and he's uh, taken it to the, the Tigers board who have approved it. 
and so I guess it's just a matter of you know whether South release him. I mean, they've got Cook. You know, they're without Cook through the Origin period, and if he was to be injured at some stage, then that might put yes. some pressure on 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 their uh, current very good form, probably number one in the power rating form at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I, I, you just have a feeling that it's going to happen. They're not going to stand his way. He's on board. The Tigers are on board. It's just now time for, I guess, the the figures to be dealt out and uh, and, and South to actually, you know, make a thing. Maybe they could send uh, send someone like <laughs> McIlroy or someone back, back the other way. Or... Oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, it it's interesting to see. You know, obviously the West Tigers are in need of a a hooker. Yep. Yep. Well, that's 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 the thing. Well, uh, yeah, the, the the way the way to describe to describe it as best is Tigers fans almost universally, with the exception of one or two people, yeah, <laughs> absolutely shitting on Farah after the, you know his his conduct during the exit. Yeah, and uh, that's that's it's understandable, but it's also you know, Jason Taylor had a big a big uh, role to play in that in that whole thing as well. One hundred percent. And it seems like now, as time's gone on, it seems to have not been so much Robbie versus the Tigers, but Robbie versus Taylor. And uh, and Taylor was gone like you know what might, three matches after. Might I point out though, all of that has come out from Robbie. Well, yeah, yeah, most probably. Well, Jason Taylor, he's not saying anything, but no. I mean, but you know, if it walks like a cunt yes. and it talks like a cunt, yeah. If it writes parking tickets like a cunt, <laughs> I'm not saying Jason Taylor is a fucking saint by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he does. He does. See, he, I mean, he's he's proven himself over new. And let's face it, Robbie didn't punch him. So I mean, he wasn't like you know, David Farlong or yeah, whoever wasn't there punched him down the steps at South. It, the the thing, Tigers fans, that if I was in your shoes, I, I tried to put myself in the the shoes of a Tigers fan. Yeah. Um, Smaller shoes, then. No, I shaved my hair off. I went outside in the cold. Yeah. Took my pants off. <laughs> Tigers fan. Um, <laughs> I'd be thinking, look, at, at this stage, it's doubtful in my mind that you're a certainty for the eight. In fact, a whole lot of shit will really have to go your way. It feels like that if the the Robbie thing is probably a couple of weeks late in that respect as like a salvation, you know, save, yes. the, save the eight sort in- of thing. In the middle of this pretend I'm a Tigers fan experiment, I, I did start ranting at you. Mm-hmm. Um, you weren't there, but ranting yep. at you that, yep. you know, how, how can you popularise something about the Tigers being in decline when in the same breath the Tigers are always ninth? How can they decline <laughs> if they're always ninth? Your argument doesn't matter. And then I realised that I was justifying being shit two ways and there was the self-loathing crept in. Yeah. So, so you were doing um, you, 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 you were, it was like a method you were like you were so in the role it was crazy I'm like Daniel Day Tiger <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how, but seriously how much damage can Robbie do you know he's got he's, he, I, I doubt he'll None play again next year except culturally I think I think I, I, I think on the field he's an upgrade on everyone like you look okay you got McIlrick not great and did he get injured uh, little mm-hmm. I don't think his body is up to the rigors of first grade he, just, he seems to be injured all the time he's not um, big enough yeah. E.T. great fucking player great lock terrible 
hookup. Terrible dummy hookup. Terrible, yeah. terrible. Uh, so they don't have any. Is that all? Of, is that all of the options? Sorry, got l- in there? L- let me clarify that. I'm not saying how much damage can you do on Reynolds. The field. Reynolds, he's a potential one as well. Always fucking injured. He's yeah. he is the he's the tiger tampon because he's literally like out for four weeks in for in for one. Yep. So I'm saying how much damage can he do off the field because that yeah. that's where Robbie will hurt you. And I feel like that any any return comes with so many caveats and. You know, there's so much water under the bridge and everything like that. I think that he's he would have seen uh, the way that that Benji has kind of, you know, revived himself and been, uh, you know, come back, come back, embraced by the Tigers fan base and everything. And I, well, look, look, let's you you putting yourself in the in the shoes of a Tigers fan. I had a phone call yesterday afternoon from the fucking most famous <laughs> Tigers fan in regards to this show, the real dad. He gave me a call and he and he started off the call by look, I need you, I need you to Photoshop. That picture of, of Robbie sitting on the scoreboard at Leichhardt having a beer. I need you to Photoshop my head on that picture. And as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, that doesn't seem like that doesn't seem positive. Like I'm like, I'm like, what well, do you want me to Photoshop you like with Robbie? And no, no, like my head on like the sad thing. So you're against this move. And he was dead fucking against it. We were probably on the phone for about 20 minutes. Start of the phone call, he was dead against it. By the end of it, I'm explaining to him that the hooking stocks are terrible. Robbie's been really good in his first grade appearances this year, like certainly yep. better than what we we saw out of Souths last year. Yep. You know, and um, and he's got, and and by the end of the, the the call, he was on board. If he doesn't blah and if he doesn't you know so and now we're all cultural they were all cultural yes, slash destabilization it. slash yep. you know feuding with you know the, the the club and the board and you know the rest of it so that's it i again I, i'd be the, the tigers have changed a lot of their stock since since the robbie yep. uh departure benji wasn't there right at the end like right yep. right at the end yep my concern would be the interaction between Robbie and Brooks. That's literally the only concern, I think, because otherwise, I mean, if if it's not Benji, if it's not Benji in first grade, if he's still injured or if he's you know dropped or whatever, because yep. or if he's playing off the bench, yep. and if Reynolds is fit, I'm I'm sure Reynolds is fine. They won an Origin series together. I'm sure they're fucking bonded. I'm, I'm not even. That. I just think Reynolds was sort of bloke that if you said you know okay the the you know you, you're now in a team happened. with this fucking yeah. Hitler, Stalin, and Pol Pot, it'd be fucking good day, fellas. How you doing? Just yeah. you know, I like Cambodian food. That's it. <laughs> you know, which hokey pokey first, left yeah. leg, right leg. But, um, Adolf, do you like a schnitzel? <laughs> I'll make you the bomber schnitzel. <laughs> um, must be pork. <laughs> <laughs> safety mechanism um, you know but then then there's this thing of you look at Benji and you look at the the revival of his career it was basically built off some humility yes. it was him testing his value on the market and saying fuck no one wants me the dragons don't want to pay me no yep. one else wants me yep. I'm going to Brisbane minimum wage I'm playing for fucking Redcliffe yep. shit I got an opportunity again yep. now I realise how important this is yep I go back to the Tigers. They've got Brooks. They've got Reynolds. They've got Lolo. They've got all these people that can essentially fit into somewhere and bump me out again. Yeah. And he's like, but despite that, I want to finish with the club, you know, where it all began. Yes. And and I, I would hope that Robbie goes in with that same. The difference, though, with Robbie is Robbie, out of the club, mm-hmm. went to South Sydney. Yep. All of a sudden, South's fans, you know, from the moment he signed, South's fans were fucking up in arms. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. All of a sudden, he's playing reserve grade again. Yep. 
and he's coming back to the Tigers, not under. Well, I've had a revival. I've done my time elsewhere. I've come back into first grade. And now I know that at the Tigers, there's four, five, six, how many ever other people are there waiting yeah, to take yep. them. He's come back there on the guise of, we need you, we have no one else. That's the fucking danger with Robbie Farrah. Yeah, but also the thing is, there are two... You know, like You take E.T. out of the mix entirely. I mean, if Robbie's there, E.T., he will never have to fucking... You know, lower himself to playing hooker again. Like yeah. He can actually do. Yeah, he can actually do his best, mm-hmm. his best work for the team again. I'm not talking on the field. The other two are the, are the you know in quotes. This is all in quotes. Young, up and coming ones. You know, like little upset. He just needs to. I th- he, I think he just needs to grow, bulk up a bit. Yeah, exactly. He just needs he just needs age on him. So I think that you know it could be a good thing a good thing for their development to actually have like a if he if he comes in the same. Yep. The assumption I'm making is that he is that he is sufficiently humbled from the experience that he went through with his departure and then playing for Norths and everything and then coming back to you know great reception for Souths when he plays for them in in uh, you know this year. Uh, he, he doesn't have a great reception. He has. People are surprised he didn't. Well, they're, was... surprised, they're surprised how well he played, and, and you know what? I think that there's a, a lot of a lot of it could be. I think if uh, Seabold like taught the Burgeye to fucking land yes. on their land on their land on their face and pop up for quick yes. play the balls, I wonder if he, if he's actually electroshock therapy, Robbie. He's actually got because yeah. he's actually got Robbie, and you know what? I th- I, th- I don't think that that's a South specific. You know, quick play the balls and, and and you know all this sort of you know, control you know controlling the rocket and spread. I, I don't think that that's a that's that's not a that's not a style of hooking that doesn't translate to every fucking team in the competition because that's what you want. So yeah, hundred percent, I agree with you totally. So if he br- so if if he brings that and if he is sufficiently chastened and you know by the way by his exit and you know he's had time he's had eighteen months to reflect on the the whole thing and. He seems to be saying he's saying the right things. I mean, you know, that doesn't mean like doesn't mean any anything or everything. But like, I just I, I feel like it's uh, it'll work out. Yeah, I, I do. I think on the field he's definitely an upgrade. Oh, on the field, I, like the, the, I'm talking about off the field. Like on the field, I think I don't think there's any fucking arguments against him coming back on the field with the state of the hooking yep. ranks at the Tigers and uh, the fact that Robbie is not. But again, the playing key, like a fucking Lewis Brown. That's it. For the example. key difference, though is that Benji's come back after yep. being humbled, going yep. to reserve grade, and there's all these other people that if he's not the best yep. Benji he can be, yep. and he's not doing everything he's told to do, and he's not focusing on being better, then they step in and take his job. Yeah, but Robbie, doesn't, Robbie. Make it, but Robbie doesn't make him worse, though, because I'm not saying the, Robbie, worst, no, the worst case scenario is... I'm not is, saying Robbie makes him worse. I'm saying Robbie has... He knows the Tigers yeah. are chasing him because they have no one else. Yeah, but in that case, he can play for fucking. He can he can play in in the in interest because if he gets if he gets too smart, they can throw you know they could still throw up fucking little or McCurick or put fucking et. But they're still like status quo is the you, worst. You is and the I, worst they've, yeah, you, know, you and I know they can do that. Yeah, but Robbie Farah's going back there. They have no hooker. They need me. In that interview he gave, there were a couple of things. Like the line he kept, and I think he repeated it a couple of times, you know, for a natural leader like me. I'm yeah. a natural leader. I'm... Well, they, you know, look, to be fair, the Tigers probably need some they natural do. leadership out there. You know, again, I'm just... But you, 
how do you? You're you're you're, you're looking you're looking at this as like as if as if Robbie you're looking at it from the the standpoint of if Robbie is exactly the same and hasn't changed, and I'm looking from the more hopeful perspective. Like I was saying to you earlier, like I love it when old cunts get like a, a send off. Swan song, uh, yeah. At the yep. like, like I don't, I don't, I don't like Penrith, but I fucking loved it when 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 Royce got the two tries in the grand final. Yep. Was amazing. Love, I obviously love Manly. I loved it when Beaver got that try. It was yep. it was it was fucking amazing. Yep. I love I love it when I love I love Benji coming back to the Tigers to finish it up where Correct. you know where it began. And like and equally, I love I love the idea of you know yep. uh, Robbie. Yeah, and but again, all that stuff's on the field. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the fact that Robbie Farah quite obviously believed himself to be the Tigers. He believed himself to be a, that club. Well, I think he just believed himself to be a, a more a more essential part of the of the, the yep. team than the coach of the day. Which was strangely enough it wasn't proven to be true, but I mean Taylor was sacked like 3 games later anyway. So exactly. I mean at the end of the day he wasn't that fucking like they Exactly. That situation probably didn't need to to have it clear he was available at the time I think they could have I mean, he he, should, he could still have been there. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I'm, so again, I'm, on the field, he's definitely an upgrade. As long as he has been humbled enough that yep. he is consciously aware of it, yep. because it's very easy to slip back into old habits. Yeah, and it's probably only going to be for six months anyway, or not even six months, like six months of yeah, of the year. I mean, it's only going to be for like the last you know whatever ten yep. weeks or whatever we have. So. Uh, it's not a long time, but I think it makes for a nice story. But the thing is, as well, I think Does Tigers time- fans had a long time to get used to the idea of, of backflipping because Benji was coming back. Yep. This Robbie one, they got like you know two weeks' notice, maybe. Yeah. You know, it's going to happen before the June yeah. thirty, right? So, what is it today? It's like around the twentieth or nineteenth or something. So, do the Tigers play the Sharks later in the season? Sharks, I do, I do not know. Because I would love for Robbie Farah to hand Paul Gallon. Is record-breaking oh. loss. Yeah, which is still alive too. Still alive. Uh, <laughs> we got a couple of tweets. For we did solicit tweets on the subject, but we got a couple of tweets on the subject. Uh, the, the Twill Gronk says, our Tigers fans have short memory. Uh, Robbie Farrow walked out in the club with two seasons to go on his contract. Now he decides he wants to come back and they're falling over <laughs> themselves to sign him. Um Ma underscore Aaron, who who I respect as a as a level-headed, non-gronking you know, member of the of the fraternity, uh, he said, "I would prefer to see Aaron Woods play hooker for the Tigers before Farah." Hashtag We already have a CEO. Hashtag Short memories. Well, uh, one-eyed Tiger. I know this is funny to most, but West Tigers were already on the decline after losing the last two games while leading at halftime. This latest development can only strengthen an obvious weakness in our current squad and give us a chance to get Little fully fit for nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. Uh, Devon Head. Not sure who deserves who more. Tigers deserve Robbie Farrow or if Robbie Farrow deserves the Tigers. <laughs> Hashtag Tigers in decline. Hashtag re-enter the locker room cancer. Yes. Uh, other news things? Is there anything else you want to talk about? I um, found it interesting reading the article about the 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 nutrient fucking, the, the barefoot walking and absorbing earth earthbound nutrients to de-sta- to to offset the 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 immersion in like you know electro fucking what like hippy dippy bullshit brad fittler i thought that the closest that he would get to like hippy dippy shit would be like like some kind of like like an organic alcohol (laughs) like some kind of home craft beer or something i didn't i didn't think that he'd be buying into all this earthing yourself and fucking who knows yeah you know who, who knows as long as whatever it is you know i i 
I didn't get from that. As long as he was doing it for game one, and it's a part of the reason why they won. Well, no, not even that. I, I didn't get from that article that Brad's like, well, yep, we're doing this, uh, and we're uh, we're actually not using food. Um, so you know, th- this we're, is we're going for a we... breatharian lead, yes. lead up to lead up to this no. uh, this thing. Is, uh, no. We can get all the nutrients we need from the sun and the air we breathe. That's it. B- before bed, <laughs> the uh, the players fucking chant a chant a chant of the the mother yep. and um, shove a, a clump of quartz up their asshole. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, it, honestly, I think it is just a connect. How many yep. times do you see a player run out onto the field? bend down, either pick up the grass, blow it or let it fall, or they get the dirt and, and rub it on their hands. It It's a ritual, you know? Yeah. Um, and if it is something that brings them all together... Well, the most, of, most of the time, the grass thing, you know, pick up the grass and then tossing it is to is to get a gauge on the on how the wind uh, how the yeah, wind's blowing, you know? Like it's, it's not so much like a hippy-dippy thing. It's, it's a well, practical, when, like, how much wind am I kicking this yeah, fucking Yeah, but when against. they pull the grass out and blow it out of their hand... Yeah, not, that's not a fucking windsock. Well, no, that's it, just a bit. Uh, you know, let them do it. I don't know what to think about that. I can't say I've in, ever seen in the that, but uh, I'm, I'm going to be on the lookout for it now. You, you talk to a, a lot of experts, and it's just simply a fact of to to bond people. Mm-hmm. You get as many of their senses involved as you possibly can. It's why for a lot of uh, you know corporate places when they want to build teams together, yeah, these days the, they do the cooking exercises together. Okay. Because you're involving more senses yeah, within okay. the group and it, yeah. whatever. I'm hoping it's that, and they're not. Um, honestly, eating fucking clay. I was, uh, honestly, they could. <laughs> he can. He could line. He can line them all up, and he can split them into squads to to have a a round robin soggy sayo tournament. <laughs> I don't give a fuck as long as we win. <laughs> honestly, he could do whatever. He could do whatever the hell he wants. Just win. Is that like a dirty version of Blood Brothers? <laughs> I just <laughs> with, the, with the prevalence of HIV and bloodborne diseases these days, boys, we can't cut our fingers and shake hands. So drop them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so instead, we're going to swap seed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what else happened in the news? Craig Bellamy has decided that the Broncos are a shit club. Yep. Yep. And he will remain with the Storm. He's caught up with the rest of the with, with the rest of the NRL community. How bad is it when the Melbourne Storm are going? I don't like your culture. <laughs> you know, I honestly think that it was just it was all about Wayne and the way that the times lined up. When the Broncos said that yeah. Wayne has a contract until t- the end of 2019, and will that will definitely be in place, mm-hmm. that gave Bellamy this one year no man's land thing. What am I going to do with it? And the Storm came up with some good fucking dollars, like 1.7 million a year. That's huge. And three years of certainty, rather than potentially three years from the Broncos, but after a one-year break. And once they, I think once they drew the line in the sand and said Wayne is going to be there until the end of 2019, yep. then I think he's like, well, fucking, I've either got a year out or I can earn $1.7 million in that year yeah. and, uh, and go for yeah. it. Yeah, look, I, I, I was surprised. I honestly thought that the, the family hook would be enough for him. Yeah, but um, he hasn't you, been. He's been down in Melbourne long enough now, hasn't he? Yeah, but you would have assumed that, you know, the if that was an issue, I guess thinking back, the Broncos would have said, you know, look, Craig, we'll we'll pay you a hundred grand for the the year to be yeah. a a consultant to, to our and, fucking uh, yeah, and to, and to go and you know go on a sabbatical and research the world of coaching across different codes and yeah. the latest and most modern you know, sports, which I guess then defeats yeah. the purpose of I want to spend some more time with my 
my kids and, and my grandkids. Yeah, it's the exact opposite. Um, of that, isn't it? You know, the the thing with Bellamy, and I think he's genuine when he says it. He said that the the storm were the one that gave him his start, mm-hmm. and he feels a bond to the older players. Yep. Um, and you know, a couple of other things he said about that group. I'm reading between the lines. I think he he doesn't owe a debt, but he feels that if he's to leave, Riders Smith and Slater Riders retire. Riders three, league, yes. You know, it's almost what a refreshing attitude for a, an eldest elder statesman coach, yeah, who has had success at clubs, yeah, to not leave the fucking earth scorched exactly. in his wake. Well, you know, just two. Well, okay, the the Bellamy method, yep, was a big part of what got the storm, yeah, to where they are. You know? And it gives them the opportunity now to to get an assistant fully. That's it. You know, integrated with you know, you know what he does. You and, know, the, the opportunity and to you listen to the storm and systems. Like their the CEOs, there's talking about. Well, you know, this allows us to more robustly have our succession planning in place. And like they're, mm-hmm. they're talking like it's a business. Yeah, yeah. You know? So that's better than better than you know cutting out like in like round five of the season after after a premiership mm. win and leaving the place in shambles. You know that that is horrible. Or after a spoon. Yeah. Or yeah, whatever. That's it. You know, it's, it's just the the opposite of the Wayne Bennett race. But look, yeah, I I I, I applaud it, and uh, it's actually refreshing to see, and it means, and it, and I think it probably slams the door shut permanently on Bellamy at the Broncos, <coughs> even in three years. What is it? Twenty. Yeah. So the Broncos are going to need they got they got Wayne for twenty nineteen, uh, pro- unless they they get rid of him when uh, you know if they miss the finals. He he's now put a proposal <coughs> to them for an extension. It's crazy, but I think now they need to look at who's, you know, who's next. I mean, Seabold's too young into his journey uh, at, at South now, and he's, and he's building something, you know, great there. So it looks like, I guess, the Dimitriou, you know, succession era. I mean, Kevy Kevy got asshole out of there, and so, so his his succession plan is uh, is 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 out. I I think if Kevy was offered that job. Oh, he'd, ta- he'd take he'd, it without question. Exactly. Yeah. He'd uh, he'd ask him if he needed to take a pay cut so they could give Wayne a nice fucking party. Yeah, I just wonder um, if they. Uh, yeah, I just I just don't know if they would. It just seems hmm. weird after being, you know, booted as an assistant and and that kind of you know not that long ago. So yeah, I don't know, but that's um, that, that's their problem. You know, or is this is this Lockyer's uh, entry? Has he ever has he ever expressed any? I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not aware. Maybe he has, but I'm, I'm not aware of him ever expressing any interest in, in doing that sort of thing. So, mm. but you know, why not? Maybe, maybe, maybe it's John Plath. Maybe he wants to come in. Maybe Willie Kahn's had enough of selling real estate in fucking Noosa, and he wants to. Come. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know. We shall see. Yes. Recaps. Kicking off Thursday night football, we had the Rabbitohs 42 defeating the Eels 24. The Rabbits 42 came from four tries to Robert Jennings, uh, a double to Alex Johnson, uh, Hunt and Burgess T also with tries, four of eight conversions and a penalty goal to Adam Reynolds. The Eels 24 came from a double to Josh Hoffman, George Jennings, Bevan French, Jared Hayne also with tries, Gutho two of five conversions. 
this was the, oh sorry and the crowd was eight just over eight thousand not great um this was the the absolute game of two, of two halves as they say the eels looked uh not very spoonish in the first in in the yeah. in in the first what how many minutes like in the first like 20 30 minutes i mean they they got out to a a reasonable lead like you know what something you know, circa 16 yeah. 6 or something like that the, from memory the, the, look the thing is you do that first try yep it it wasn't so much that the eels scored the try yep there was a, a drop and a fumble mm-hmm by the winger and Hoffman's, yeah. you know, sort of... Johnny on the spot. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah, fair play to him. He was there and he didn't knock it on and yep. all that shit there. From that, yep. there's a kickoff and Hoffman decides to leave it for the guy that's got his back turned to it. Yep, in, yep. You know, who, who's never going to yeah. catch the fucking ball. <laughs> you know, yep. what, I don't know, but... The next two tries were a little bit more convincing, as in there was some nice lead-up play and some very quick hands and... Yeah. yeah the, okay, yep, great. Para back. Apart from that, though, there there really wasn't much about para. No, and you fast-forward to the end of the game, that try to Hayne was just the, the absolute perfect bounce yep. for Hayne and against yes. the defender. That's it. Yep. And again, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the eels, I believe, that you know need to just okay. We need to earn our tries. Yes, we're, we're going to get those ones and the kicks and the bounces and the this and the that. The rabbits just did a very very good job through the middle of condensing Parramatta's defence. And and not to, and not only that, like yes yes their 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 left edge is lethal and and looked extremely lethal in this in this game, but. Man, <laughs> the eels. I mean, like, let's okay, let's say that it's like you know, the, the, the movement starts in the middle of the field. The eels need to learn to count to six or seven <laughs> because, fuck me, there was a, a lot of those tries. There was just, I mean, the South do an excellent job with their you know, their set plays down their left hand side where they where they start passing it out and then one of the guys who who sent who sends it left then wraps around and becomes yep. the guy after the, the guy man. just to add the extra yep. number there but fuck this is like you know even when it gets out to the last three guys i mean at that you know at some point you just need to yeah. <laughs> like they they fell for the same thing exact thing four times in a row yeah. pretty much look it, it's one of the big advantages south have normally when teams are running those big spread plays yep. you know that there's you know one maybe two guys that if you don't get a wraparound, they're the accelerator. Yep. So they're, all they're there to do is get around their man on the outside yep. and create the overlap. Yep. Souths have got four of those. Yeah, so but you, even, it just seemed like they just they were just, just going pass to pass to pass and, and Jennings was like literally open. It wasn't like these ones where yeah. he had to just get in. Yep. I mean, there were times where he was almost untouched. I think I counted one and... Uh, Excluding the Burgess one right at the end. Yep, yep. One try where there was a defender involved. Yeah, who had a reasonable shot at trying to prevent something. Yeah, that's it. Um, The the other thing with South is, you know, and again, they're they're still a little bit rusty in certain areas. Mm -hmm. They they still have some fumbles, but they missed 19 tackles. Yeah. Parramatta didn't throw a lot at them, but when you get a team that can miss 19 tackles in a game that can bully the middle of 
middle I'd third love to of know the other when, I'd love to know what the spread of those missed tackles was too and how many of them happened from like the 30th to the, the, the key, 65th yeah. minute, you know. So, um, you know, again, the the bunnies just do the very simple stuff very well. Positive signs for Parra. There was definitely improvement there. I don't but, want to put so. a kiss of death on the bunnies, but I think they'd almost you don't almost have to consider them favourites at the moment. I mean, so certainly on current on current form. Yeah, it it is interesting, is, isn't it? Fun because they got the dra- they they got the dragons when the when yep. when they weren't in quite top gear. They were only just starting to find this, Correct. weren't they? Uh, that that was the I believe the beginning of their yeah. surge. But you know, usually you're used to well, okay, there's Melbourne number one, yep. and then. Maybe there's another team that's a contender, yep. and then everyone else is a dark horse. Yep. The the favourites being whatever they are now, third or fourth. Well, remember when they that, started the start of the season, the way the season started out, yeah. it, was, it was kind of like it was very even. Like you know, teams would win one, lose one, win one, and and it was happening across the board. And you go, oh, I, I can't fucking, and, I can't believe the Warriors fucking smashed the Roosters without exactly. you know Sean Johnson. And then the next week, you know, like the Tigers were getting the wins over teams over they weren't supposed to beat. And but now it's actually settled. But the thing is, though, for South, this was a settle around, I think, especially after South came out last year. Yep, and they publicly apologised to their fan base and said, "We're sorry, we've made some poor recruiting decisions. Yep, we're going to need to build out of this, and it's going to take us a little while." Yeah, and they Seabold's, came out and said that, and Seabold's yeah. grabbed that. He's grabbed that list that he was in that he didn't sign. He he inherited, mm-hmm. and he's he's made it work. So it's a credit to him as a coach, definitely. Damn straight. Twill Magician said, uh, Souths are too hot when they wanted it, but how good do the Eels look when they don't have halves arguing? Moses' injury was the best thing to happen to the club. Oh, I don't I don't know about... I, I, yeah, I wouldn't overstate the, the quality of their play in the early going of the game. I'll tell you what, though. though yeah, Brown, how, how important is Brown to the Eels, though? Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they, do, they need to find a way to, you know, clad that dude in some yeah. kind of fucking armour or you know, uh-huh. some uh, some uh, carbon fibre or something because Just, if he's yeah. not on the field they're immeasurably yeah. worse side 100% Josh underscore Gunton one keen to see this for the remain the 11 remaining games for the Eels ball caught outside lead runner defensive decision by Michael Jennings to go in on the lead runner ball grounded in the end goal <laughs> He's got, a, he's got hashtag fuck me dead, hashtag Jesus Christ, hashtag get on the bench. And in a milestone game too. Yeah. To be just to be absolutely yeah. analed by fucking by your own blood. <laughs> Rusty Hard up. I don't get why Channel Nine's showing this training session rather than the Oh. And and uh what have we got here? <laughs> got another one from Josh Fuck it. Josh Gunton with another one. He said, M Jennings is a fucking liability. This is not a fun time watching the cunt run up for nothing. <laughs> Hashtag worst Jennings brother. <coughs> Hashtag absolute spud. And stoic bunny. Some defensive problems for Para, but that left edge of Souths is lethal. Mm. Can I tell you this is another thing. Yes. Uh, I would love for there to be a competition, a grade okay. for not quite first graders on both levels. But so you're saying not quite first, so first not quite, graders. Not quite however, first graders. However, better than... So not quite first graders. But better than trust players. Well, I'm sure the majority of them would be trust players. So instead of fucking yeah. that concept, yeah. have the not quite first graders yeah. coming up, but then also the not quite first graders right at the end and mix them both together. Can you imagine what those is young that kids... Not it, but isn't that just trust? Who goes? Who goes? You know, back to in trust for for a full year, knowing I'm going to be there and I'm not going to play first grade. I don't think they know. 
they know, like, you know... I'm not saying the Robbie absolute, Farrah, Benji, you know, yeah, try I'll, and get back in. I'm saying you've come to the end. Yeah. However, we've got a, a year or two for you if you want it, mentoring these young kids coming in. Yeah, but we're going to pay you... It's, we're going to pay you basically uh, NRL minimum wage and uh, and match fees. Okay, well then we're not resigning you. Fuck off. <laughs> well, I don't know, I'm just yeah. I'm just trying to get to. I'm just trying to understand how this how this. I, I just take work. for granted that these people love their club so much. They'd be okay. happy to mentor so gonna, the next generation. Yeah. Instead yeah. of not having a fucking job. Yeah, I just think that you, I just think usually like yeah you know, when, when when players give it away, it's because. Not necessarily because they're not up to first grade anymore. They're not up to, to the rigours of rugby league anymore. You know? So even playing a lower... Especially playing a lower grade where more shit gets... You know, where... You don't have cameras. There's more, there's yeah. more thug, there's more yeah. thug yeah. shit going on, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, look, mate, maybe it'd work. I, I, don't, I don't know. The Warriors 23 defeated the Cowboys 16 up at 1,300 teeth in front of a crowd of just a tick over 11,000. Uh, starting to see the Cowboys... Uh, I mean, it's a pub slot up there, but I guess it's hard to drive from Cairns. I mean, they do get you know, those yeah. guys, but uh, <laughs> yeah, or it's people jumping off. They've realised, you know, the writing's on the wall. Cowboys aren't going to play finals football this year. Mm, uh, that'd be sad. Yeah, it's crazy because this was like the last year of the window. Like I thought, and they all, it felt like they were building, but no, they were they were they were building something, but it was made out of. <laughs> They were building something and then someone came along with a gold scar and just blew the bottom four walls out and the whole thing just tumbled down. Uh, well, te- technically, I'm building something after $40 worth of Guzman and Gomez, but, you know, it's not pleasant. <laughs> fuck it, how the fuck are you eating $40 worth of Guzman? <laughs> no beans, no rice. <laughs> Jeez, that's like fucking three burrito bowls. <laughs> Damn. You're not going to my toilet again <laughs> today. <laughs> Warriors 23 came from tries to Malmalo, Tuvasashek and Kata. Johnson, four of four conversions, a penalty goal and a field goal. The Cowboys 16 came from a try to uh, Bowen and Felt, double to Felt. Thurston, one of three conversions and a penalty goal. Just quietly, just Thurston missing conversions. When did that become a I thing? I know. And he used to be, he, it, it, also, you, you used to always be holding your breath. Yeah, they scored in the corner. And if someone scores in the corner, you're like, okay, we've got a, you know, not 50-50. Yeah. It's probably better than 50-50 chance yep. of, of you know, the guy's going to miss this. But Thurston's always going to find a way and it's going to look like it's missing by 10 metres and then it's and just going to hook around yeah. and go straight over the black dot. And didn't matter what side. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. You know, there's those famous videos of him curling them back, you know, not in a game situation. But, but from the, from the, from the, the kicking from post. the corner post, yeah. yeah. Curling it. Yeah, back through. Is you know, um, is it a le- is there a leg complaint or a hip complaint that's not? Look, maybe it's just bad luck. It's just is converging it? on. I mean, because as bad as the Cowboys have been at times, there's been some fucking bad luck as well. I mean, you know, you've had and like this one, not, yeah. there's no exception with Morgan. Uh, yeah, what was it? He did a peck, did he? he and did so a he's, peck. And I was sort of saying it was going to be like six to whatever weeks, but then uh, you know, in ensuing days, it came, it's like he's gone for the year. So, and it was the most innocuous yeah. way he did it. Like, you know, that that's the thing. The the Warriors. This was also fucking very much a game of two halves. Where yes, well, yeah, two halves and two people, I guess. So two of us, a Sheck was was everywhere mm-hmm. for the for the Warriors in the first half, and he just put the fucking not quite dials in, but I, I think I counted. He stepped nine times before he actually changed direction. Yeah. Um, and Morgan had an arm out, 
and the arm brushed him. Brushed him, yep. You know, um, fuck that. And I guess that's the thing when he's going at that speed and you contact it. Yeah, and he's and he's and he would be tense. Yeah, he'd be in a tense state there too, trying to to complete complete a tackle. Yeah. Um, But fuck, it was good watching him. Just just be involved. Um, it was just good ma- watching. Massive RTS fan, but the Warriors—they were just great to watch in the first half. Yeah, that was the Warriors that you know I expect to see and you know and would like to see. But wow, they certainly put the cue in the rack in the second half, and yeah, and the and the Cowboys you know mounted the you know somewhat somewhat of a comeback to to make it a you know they they had their chance to win this game. Well, just they like, had the momentum, and they also yeah. had some they also had some sets in good position that they squandered before that field goal came through as well. Just like RTS was the man. For them, Kyle felt was, mm-hmm. was was absolutely everywhere, yep. and and I, I guess his was some you know le- less brilliance, just more of awareness and guts, like the little the little uh, you know um, Leipner yep. style yep. duck down the blind yep. side he Falling had was sleep down there. That's classic Warriors, yep. you know. Okay, well here it is, and they're set up here, and the no 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 cheap cheap tries, like not like that, not like they've fallen asleep, like Leipner tries, but like the but cheap tries on the on the edges. Yeah, on, balls on, gone on past me. Wing. I don't care. Yeah, they they are the they are yeah. traditional Warriors, like uh, Warriors of the past, the bad the bad days Warriors and I, tries, the, which they've they have minimised this year, but uh, not this week. The other player I really loved um, was when Tamari Martin. Pulled up with a fumble and he's made his break. Yep. And I, I know that the the passes that get the attention are the, you know, fucking bullet cutouts yep. yep. that you know get a winger over in the corner yep. through defenders' hands, all of that shit. But that pass he threw back to Felt. Yep. He you you watch that again. He well, had the, the one way he glance. had the way the way he had to the way he had to turn and pass and over the top of uh, that's it. There, yeah, he had one glance. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was look. Look, yep. look, look! I can't know where you are. Pass. Yep. One glance, two defenders Chuck coming it, I hope on him. Where I thought you were, and it was a long way away. Yeah, yeah. And felt had to extend his arms. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was yeah. a good pass. I mean, he. Oh. Prob- I mean, watching the replays, I was. Th- I mean, I thought at the time, like, yeah, you had to pass. But then watching the replays, I was like, oh, probably could have made it. But I mean, you know, good on good on him going the safe option too. I, I think that is Tamari Martin's go. Yeah, he's very much. Uh, you know, a, a reverse peachy, I guess. <laughs> he uh, he doesn't have the white line fever. No, not in, not implying anything about peachy. I haven't heard anything like along those. Has <laughs> it got to that stage where every time we actually don't give a sideways stab to someone, we have to fucking fuck? Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, but you know, look, it was, it was a good fight by the good fight back by the Warriors and um. Bad, sorry, by the Cowboys and uh, bad Warriors for falling asleep there. Mm. But they certainly they they when they they got within the one try, there was still plenty of time left. I mean, there was still almost 20, 20 minutes left on in the game, I think. And the the Cowboys did their share of squandering great field position opportunities. Yeah. There was at least one or two that I can remember where yeah. you'd think with the momentum they had that they could have could have put on a try, but it was almost like the fact that they didn't, and they only they just you know simple shit like dropping the ball and everything. Yeah. That then gave the Warriors enough of a, bree- a, a, a breather to, to in, yeah. realize who they were and go okay, and then they shut it out. Uh, Leroy Brown, nineteen seventy-eight. What has happened to the Cowboys? They are utter garbage this year. I hate. No, I detest the Warriors, and whenever they start winning, I change the channel. Cowboys are cooked this year. No top eight. So detest, detest the Warriors. Does anyone really detest the Warriors? Like. 
That's for me. They are one of the the only time I've ever not liked the Warriors was when I had to for a week there at the end of 2011 when they were the opposition in the grand final. Mm. Other than that, I find you know. I don't. I don't have bad feelings about it. Maybe it's because they're a team that, like you know, is better than is, uh, the that should be better than they are. You know, in past years, yeah. and they're losing a bit. They're lovable losers. I don't know, but I don't. I, they're one of the few teams I don't have real bad you feelings know, about. Can can put on a highlight reel. Super League can side too, and I don't. And like the, you know, I don't really have, have too many bad feelings about them. Um, a lot of good stories have come out of the Warriors. You know, yeah. like the the Beast. His longevity Connie, there. Connie getting 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 a gobby in the front seat of the, <laughs> the car. That's a good story. Um, you know, the, the Johnson coming back from fucking nine million injuries and yeah, you know. and 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 going on to nine million more. That's it. So yeah, the the, the reemergence of bully in a contract year. <laughs> Sensational. Uh, okay, I am a warrior. Looks like the, this cowboy's back is broke. Put the lube away, boys. Uh, Geo Re. Fuck me, poor JT. Bloke gives his heart and body to each game, and forwards and backs aren't even looming up to fuck him over. Hashtag JT deserves better. Hmm. Alpha Ben RL. Great, great game. Tighter than a nun's chuff. It's very English. RTS's try was ankle-breaking genius. Unlucky for the Cowboys, but their push was a too little, too late. It's what the missus says about me. Hang on. That was a nun's chuff fucking... Have you not seen how big fucking crucifixes are? I don't know how to address that. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So, so in this in this episode of Jay Jay knows stuff. Nuns <laughs> and how they spend their downtime <laughs> when when they, when they're not praying to the Lord, Mister Sharkmeister, Mister Underscore Sharkmeister. There are, just, there are some depressing falls from grace. Then there's Josh Hoffman being the Broncos' best and fairest. Oh, what the fucking wrong tweet. Sorry, man. That was a, uh, sorry, Mr. Sharkmeister. That was a Neil's tweet. Um, yes, Hoffman was shit, by the way. He was. He, he was. Yeah, and, and sorry. Yeah, no, we give you credit. It, yes, it, yes, it is. Being the Broncos' best and fairest in 2010 and then a second string winger in 2018 yes. is a... Yeah, I, th- I think uh, he probably would have regretted that entire... I mean, because you remember the, the the way he he moved out. I mean, he wanted to be the fullback at, yeah. at the Titans and, you know, unlucky. Jesus. Sydney Roosters 32 to feed the Penrith Panthers 6 at Allianz Stadium, tick over 10,000, which, to be fair, is probably not the worst crowd that the Roosters have played. Yeah. Uh, the Chooks 32 game a double to the sex offender. Uh, Lou Tedavano and Tupo also with tries. Uh, sex offender, two of two conversions. Latrell, uh, I said Matrell. <laughs> <laughs> three of three conversions and uh, Mitchell with penalty goal as well. The Panthers six came from tries to Dean Fare and a conversion to James Maloney. What does what does one say? How do you feel about that? I felt this was one of the games where I didn't feel like it was a gimme for the Panthers, but I felt this was a game against a decent team. They're not the they're not the team that we expected at the start of the season, mm. the Roosters. However, still a team that's you know, you know, yeah, motoring along, you know, well enough. They're going to play finals football, etc., and like a good test against a good opponent at a lesser level than the 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 Dragons. Yeah. And so this was a t- this was a game that the Panthers uh, should have won, uh, not smashed them, but should have won, you know, comfortably yep. and uh, stamped some authority. But I did, I, honestly, I did not fucking see this coming at all. That's it. Um, the, the Penrith, I don't think are ready or were ready for the the way the Roosters 
came at them. You know, they're, they're very much used to this year coming out and either being on, on par in intensity or, or just below. You know, a couple of times they let in some early leads and then picked it up. Yeah, but even even the Dragons, I, I wouldn't say that there was a le- there was a lack of coming at them from the Dragons. They just couldn't do a fucking thing about it because the line speed was so good that you know you you prevented them from exactly. Doing shit. It wasn't it wasn't that because that was an off week for them or something. No, 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 no. But with the Roosters, this is what they this is what the the Roosters should have been with everybody that that came in at the beginning of the year. This level and the Roosters yep. forwards first and foremost really stood up. You know, like there's been a couple of games this year where that Roosters forward pack has just been okay. Well, the the these are you've got the old heads that are fucking working their guts out. You've got yep. these guys that are just putting in fucking every ounce of energy they've got every single play. Then you move out to the back, and they've got a similar advantage on their left side that that the Rabbits have got. There's just that much pure fucking speed and power out there. Yep. That that it's a danger every time they get the ball. Issue is, Penrith couldn't stay with them, and when they got into that situation of of being bullied, and it was almost like it was like they didn't, they they did they didn't even get the chance. I don't think they got the chance to stay with them because I mean they were they were eighteen zip down, correct, in like sixteen minutes exactly. So and when you are completing at sixty nine percent, and you have thirty three percent of the football for the whole game. Mm-hmm. There is no fucking way that you've given yourself an opportunity to stay with them. Yep. Um, yeah. Look to, to tout out the old loss they lost they had to have. When Penrith lost Cleary, they obviously, quite obviously, went back to very simple football. Yep. This is my my comment on everybody that's all like you know, um, oh Griffin's. Griffin's a fucking master coach and you've got to fucking accept that he's a good coach now. You're just talking to Sam. You're talking to Mr. Wars here. I'm sure there are other people that think you... No, nah, there's, th- there's actually I, no one else that thinks that. I think that there are three positions on Griffin. One, he's a terrible coach. Two, Penrith fans position, sing when we're winning. <laughs> three, Mr. Wars, he's a genius and didn't fuck the Broncos at all. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, again, I'm, I'm not saying he's fucking Jason Taylor or, or Brad Arthur level. Yep. But... I think he accidentally came across the winning formula. You know, you look at somebody like Seabold, who has quite clearly changed the way that team plays, and he has yeah. altered the way players play the game yes. within his team yep. to fit this new dynamic. Especially of players teams. who are of of a, a reasonable sort of star level, who potentially may have been resistant to to change. Yeah, yeah, that's it. When we lost Cleary. Penrith just went back to that very simple, well, okay, fuck, we don't have clear anymore. You, you guys forward, you, you better fucking do some work. Yep. You better get in there. Yep. We better defend our guts off. We better do this, we better do that. Nothing was flashy. Yep. Everything was earned up the middle and the points came. Yep. You know, Even at that stage, I was saying that uh, there wasn't enough pressure applied on other teams. We were winning despite that. You look at the successful teams and they're very good at, we're going to fucking just sit here and we're going to earn repeat sets mm-hmm. and we're just going to put the fucking blowtorch on your toes. Penrith was still that sort of all or nothing team on, on their plays on to, to try and score. Yep. The talent's there. The the heart's there. The fucking injuries are mounting up again. 
Um, RCG is a big one. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean that that's look. He didn't set the world on fire in the first Origin game, but you know the trickle down effect of him being injured could cost us a series. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, it's a fucking butterfly effect. Exactly. Um, His moustache flapped its wings. You knew him. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Side note. That caterpillar know. turned into a fucking butterfly. Did you know, at the outbreak of World War One, it was mandated in the British military that if you were able to grow a moustache, you had to? Okay, why? This is like, is it, was it like a, I don't know, like a psychological warfare thing? Like, you know, our, know. our man, a, man, a moustache is a badge of a manly man, and therefore our, our soldiers are going to look the manliest? No idea. Um, and then, the Engl- and then of course, the, the English troops went to, to Egypt and, that, and, they, and they, at the staging point, and they, and they saw the Australians who were not malnourished and living in, pollu- living in, in desperate pollution and, uh, and were a, a good foot taller and fucking tanned and strapping. And they're like, oh, okay. So, yeah, okay, that's us then. Yeah. All right. Shave, boys. We are now the women. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it just needs to be simple because that's the sort of football that's winning games. Yeah. You know, the this whole uh, ge- genius attacking structures and block plays and this shit, it is just simple, high-intensity rugby league. Yes. The other thing with this new um, reversal of the fucking call penalties, penalties position of the NRL, um, you know, the, the only thing with Penrith's line speed, they were at risk of fucking offsides all the time. Yeah. You would think all things being equal, if all of a sudden penalties aren't penalties anymore, um, that, that they should have taken advantage of that. Yep. Yep. I think that this is a, a really good opportunity for them to get back and, and look within themselves and say, okay, we got bullied here and and we haven't before. We've weathered the storm. They've definitely weathered we- it better this year than they have Correct. last year. So it is an um, improvement. For, for the Roosters, this is a very positive win. They flex their muscles. You know, this is the but- way that the the... You know, when you want to be the preseason dubbed premiership favourites, correct? This is the way. This is the what I anticipated from the Roosters yes. from week one, yes. and here we are now in like what was it fifteen sixteen getting it. But the thing with the Roosters, I got no worries about their outside backs. Mm-hmm. You know, even as much as Fergie's fucking rocks of diamonds and yep. drop shit dick fingers, their forwards need that level of performance week in week out because come the business end, they're going to be dealing with fucking Burgeye that know how to hold the ball. Yeah. They're, they're going to be dealing with fucking the, the DeBellons and and the Vaughns who are now origin players. Yeah. You know? Yep. So if, if the Roosters are to be there, that that's what they need. They played very, very well. Okay. Troy uh, underscore 79. Seriously, would anyone even care if the Roosters were kicked out of the comp? Whatever fans they have don't bother showing up and going by social media, they are non-existent. They would get bigger crowds if they moved to Fraser Island. It probably would, actually. The Biddles one says a lot about the player when after the game, Cronk and Radley, etc., are having photos with the fans in the crowd while fuckhead Ferguson is back in the change rooms in awe of his own performance. Yeah. Hashtag lowest of life. Hashtag I hate can that I cunt. Say, Hashtag useless fuck. Can I fucking say that there was an outcry on, on social media um, after Paul Latrell went off with his, his yeah, injury. Yeah. Um, Peach got binned. Okay, so I wasn't watching social media during the game. 
people were fucking outraged. I think, when when was this game again? It was in the afternoon. Was it on the afternoon on Saturday? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So actually, the first time that I yeah I actually listened to this game on the radio first. Yep. And it's funny because I wasn't watching social media. Yeah. And so social media people are outcrying on social media. Are they? People were fuck. And, and look, I, I don't know whether it was this whole thing of because you know is that just the extension of I don't want to see players hugging and laughing and joking after the game. Yep. Maybe I get I get that attitude. But that's a bit different. I that was is... listening to yeah, I was listening to an ABC grandstand. Yep. And they were like, "What a fucking great moment! I hope this is on the front page with a player that's you know like oh. the, you know that's been the bin and he's gone to the other room to check on the injured check on an injured player. Look, just and like Origin teammate, these guys are obviously mates. It's great to see. What a great moment know, to see him in there checking on. Yeah. Just just like um, yeah, the, you know, there were people that were positive about it. Okay. I'm saying everyone was fucking yeah. That's crazy because yeah, I wasn't on Twitter at the time and I, I didn't see any of that. Yeah, so yeah, it's it, crazy. Um, it's one of those moments in sport, and our sport more than any other. Yep. Needs that, you know. You've got yep. two guys from opposing teams. Mm-hmm. You know, there's they're both indigenous role models. Yep. New South you know? Wales teammates. New South Wales teammates. It was potentially a very serious injury. Which had ramifications to knocking his origin teammate out of, you know, like... Well, not, you know. not even knocking the origin teammate out. You know, the, the guy was in a neck brace. Yeah, well, they did. On a it, fucking Medicard. It looked bad. When I mean, like, on the radio, I'm like, okay, you know, it's, and then you look at it, watch the replay, like, fuck, man, they're treating him like a... It, like a full-on... They're treating him like a broken neck here. It, it's one of those things where you see the tackle... Yeah. And Nathan's still on him. Yeah. And, you, like, I'm not a fucking lip reader. But Latrell's just screaming out, my neck, my neck, my neck, yep. my neck. Yep. And you can see Nathan just like sort of yep. freezes. It, yep. it was horrible. So good that he's okay. Uh, Giannis underscore Mateus. The rugby league gods must have a sense of humour allowing a sex pest to penetrate the Panthers twice during Sexpo. Yes, and I've just I've got to give a shout out to Beerboy182. Mm. He tweeted us last week and said that the... Oh, oh, yeah, he tweeted and he put it on Facey. And he, he said that he's that the Roosters always win... When they're playing home, when Sexpo's on. Yes. And we fucking, we mocked him somewhat. Or maybe not mocked him, but we, we disagreed with, uh, not, with his, not with his analysis, but with the res- who would win the game. Instead of... Based on form and whatnot. <laughs> what we should have been doing was mocking people at Sexpo. Yes. And anyway, oh, tell me about it. Like, how much would you pay... You go to a convention. I'm going to give you two scenarios. Yep. How much would you pay to go to a convention and, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, thinking of shit that you're into, um, like is Jeff there, Johns or something is there, is the, is there and a, how much would you pay him to, like, you know, sign, you know, your, your yeah, some, like a comic book and get a photo, photo with him? You know how with things like Supernova, how they charge oh. to get the photos and the, the autographs and stuff and get, and get a piece of, you know, whatever, yeah. merch or whatever. Mate, look, here's the thing. I do take the kids to those conventions. Yes. They're fucking great. Yes. I haven't found any person yet yep. that I've been happy to pay the $100 that they want to get a photo with them. Agree. Right? I will happily pay. Like last time, there was a an artist from the 1970s yep. who drew some iconic uh, covers. Mm-hmm. He did some old Green Lantern and Green Arrow ones yep. and uh, stuff like that. And for him... Do a sketch and autograph it for the boys was thirty bucks each. Yep, and I will quite and happily was, get and he two was, of them. He, he would have been like at a desk, at yes. one of the booths. Sort of That's thing. it. And I had like I think they had like well, I got my Watchmen signed by like Dave Gibbons or someone like about 
three years ago or you know something like that. Just he's just at a thing. It was it wasn't a thing. It was just like go up and chat to the dude. So and, is that what Sexpo is? So, so Sexpo. Okay, no, no. So, okay, so what you're establishing is like you said. Okay, so thirty bucks, but that was like a sketch and a thing and that was a conversation a with an artist you admire. Have a chat. And, yep. Yeah. Okay. Because you know people go like say like at Supernova on the weekend in Sydney. You know there are people you know getting photos like paying like 70 bucks or something to get a photo with like Chuck Norris and get something autographed or you know whatever look if that's your thing and you know there was dudes like and there was like Steven what's his name Steven Arnell Steven well, the guy plays the guy plays Arrow or whatever on TV like, was he it's what a sex book no 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 this is a supernova on the weekend which is the same oh, weekend oh fuck sorry so what I'm trying to do is establish like something you're into like that what, what's, the, what's the price you pay yeah and now I don't know the price of sex but I'm speculating but what was the price what was the price you would pay to get a photograph with, um, I don't know, some, some like, you know, porn star, or potentially not even like, well, I mean, what's a porn star these days in the world of like amateur and blah, you know, like someone, like a, I guess like a contract star. Mm. What do you pay to get a photo with, with, with this, 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 uh, this lady with a tits on you and whatever? I don't. I'll tell you, I wouldn't give him fucking five cents to put cheese on a whopper. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, as an interest, like yeah, I work hard. I work hard for my money, right? And I feel like that there needs to be some kind of exchange of value. And if I'm exchanging value in the form of currency, yes, yeah. Look, here's the thing with a porn star. If you're, I expect to, you know, in return, if you're an eighteen-year-old ejaculate. Kid, <laughs> if you're if you're an eighteen-year-old kid. Well, yeah. Look, they give you that content for free. They do that for free for you. Yes, yeah, I guess. You know? Well, I guess it's like yeah. a concert. I mean, if you download an album from a band, but you go, you buy a T-shirt at the concert. That's I it. mean, maybe it's maybe it's like that. Um, I don't know. I don't if you're know. an eighteen-year-old boy, maybe you do that. Yeah, maybe. If you're a virgin, you probably Man, definitely. I went do that, to right? Sexpo fucking years ago when that Jodie Moore girl was running for parliament. Oh, she was the that, that blonde Aussie yeah. chick, chick down to Goldie. Or yeah. yeah, and okay. there was no paying for like you paid for you know if you wanted to buy things like you know a fucking dildo or whatever but no 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 they were just the the girls were there and they were promo girls I guess rather than Mm -hmm. you know um, personalities yeah yeah okay Um, it just seemed that they got oh booth babes or whatever you yeah yeah, it just seems that they got like everyday items put the word dick or pussy in front of them yeah and gave a 30% markup you know, like if the it was an it's like wedding, like wedding expos, and, everything, and electric, everything has yeah. a surcharge just because it's that. Like it's an electric <laughs> toothbrush. It's now a dick brush, and it's you know clean your fucking. So I don't know. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, where were we? Start sex parties and dogs. No, no, no. We have one more. Rishi, no. we going on a tangent there. Thanks to uh, thanks to Yarnis's tweet. Uh, Rishi underscore Rishi. We made heaps of errors. Poor fifth tackle kicks. Bomb tries and missed over fifty tackles. Bloody hashtag refs fault. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of missed tackles, but I, I don't excuse the missed tackles because obviously they're not you know it's not something you excuse. But I feel like they were the they they weren't the result of application. They were the result of only having thirty three percent of the fucking ball and being forced to do like two hundred more tackles yeah, or something in, in over the gut. Yeah, Ga- exactly gassed out. Uh, the Titans thirty two defeated the Bulldogs ten. This one took place at Belmore in front of a paltry crowd of under seven thousand for beloved Canterbury Bulldogs son Moses Mbai's last game. The uh, doggies fans certainly showed their disdain. The Titans thirty two came from tries uh, double to flash. Ryan James, Don, Sammy, Proctor, 
with tries, flash four of six conversions. The Doggies are tries to Mbai and Olive, and a conversion to Mbai. Look, I guess it's like Mbai's had to do for for the entire season. The Bulldogs weren't going to give him a fucking farewell, so he had to find one for himself. <laughs> to generate his own, <laughs> <He had to laughs> give, give himself his own memory. Yeah, um, I am glad. I am glad that he that he scored. Uh, just give him something. Yeah, poor cunt. How shit is your team? When a fucking my team very <laughs> when an eighty year old fullback yeah can slip over five meters from the try line and still score a try <laughs> like um fucking Michael Gordon fans you know which is everybody fans, fans of rugby league yes I um, mean that first that first what fifteen minutes or whatever <laughs> just like flash city and he's and he's banging them over too from this you know oh, just the, tremendous the, the funniest thing and this goes to put the fucking guts of the man on it you yeah. remember, do you remember last year when Luke Lewis like made like you know. Th- had three line break eighty meter tries over well, over well, three weeks. He had, the, he had those he like just, that, that were intercepts. Yeah, at least, right, least yeah. two of them. At least two of them yeah. intercepts. And you know, yeah. and, and Luke and every rugby league fan ever yeah. is just cheering yeah. Luke Lewis home. Oh, we just you got you love the old guys, but you can getting, s- the, getting the day in the sun again. Whereas Tamari Martin makes a break, he looks once and he throws the pass. Gordon started looking around from the moment he was clear. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, his, his, his nickname, his nickname has, has, has now become ironic. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> um, but you know, the the Titans weren't by any stretch brilliant. They had still their fair share of errors and yep. and bombed opportunities. Where if they were in an actual contest, that that would have been what cost them the game. You know? Well, this is one of my favourite. This, um, this is one of my best examples this season of stats. Is, stats is bullshit. <laughs> Bulldogs with 54% of the possession, 84% completion rate, play 76. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's funny, though, even, even though total sets, they had they had uh, less, although they had more possession. Yep. Total sets. But yep. uh, yeah, I mean, everything, well, almost, you know, apart from the scoreline. Everything's dogs. Every, well, yeah, if not dogs. Line breaks. The line breaks <laughs> Nine to one. <laughs> Everything except pretty much, pretty much the line breaks. Yep. Even errors and stuff, penalties are all you know. Yep. And even the missed tackles, like it was apart from the line breaks, mm-hmm. it was pretty much even. Yeah. So there's when when you're assessing or in the dogs stats, favor. yeah, you would then need to go deeper and go. Well, okay, the yep. line line breaks is the outlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how, how did that impact? But the thing is, the, the dogs. It's an effort thing. For for them to be so lackadaisical on such simple plays, on yeah. on restarts, on kick returns, on yeah. those sorts of things, that's where, especially if you're behind, you need to start asserting your dominance. And yeah. and the dogs are that team. Let's use defense as offense. With, yeah. You know, we've we've had a, a shot at them here. Now let's trap them down here. Let's yeah. fucking work them over. Yeah. And. And it's not there. Yep. I, I don't know how they get it back. So um, the the Titans, they played nice and direct. You know, I thought to to a soft defensive line, Proctor was fucking good. Ryan James was, you know, fucking phenomenal. Yep. Um, pleasing, pleasing for them to, to get back into winners, and also pleasing for an away win because they're a team that's. Yeah. I, I don't remember what the what the count was, but I remember one of the commentators said it during the broadcast. So I was like. Something terrible like, you know, five wins out of... That was their fifth away win out of yeah. the last, like, 23 or something. Like, yep. a big, big number. Yep. Uh, 
BenR47 underscore. At least Umbai went out the bulldog way, taking L's. <laughs> uh, cavernous Hope. I've been learning a new language. Did you guys know that in the ancient tongue of the winners, Canterbury literally translates to mud pub team? Cattle Dog Blue. Absolutely loving Karma finally catching up with the Bulldogs to make them pay for trying to sell our great game out to Super League. Now, Mr. Karma, please focus your attention on the Broncos, or is already is he already sending Fluffy and Bennett back there? <laughs> uh, so me and Cattle Dog Blue, our, our our rivalry is as old as time. I mean, you have in Newcastle v Manly, but I've got to say, this, this, I'll go on the record and say it's the first time that I've ever agreed with him, <laughs> and I feel a kinship with him. <laughs> uh, Jared underscore Hunt. How many times are they going to ask each other if Taylor's ready for Origin? Also, do the Titans have a fan base? No cheers when they scored that try. <laughs> it was a, a poorly attended away it's game. It's a fucking different state. <laughs> it was a poorly attended away game at a secondary or a tertiary venue yeah. for the for the side uh, at Belmore. I saw some speculation saying that, like, you know, what's the, the Muslim holiday the, the, like that they had on the moment? Like that that might, yeah, uh, that they had a. That could have been a, you know, why would you have a Belmore game then? Because if it had have been at another time of year, it would have been, you know, potentially double the crowd or I don't know. I am no imam. Yeah. I thought that that holiday was more so around um, not eating and drinking during daylight. Yeah. And very structured religious yeah. ceremonies. I can't even comment. I'm like, absolutely ignorant on the subject, so uh, I'll take... Yeah, it would, uh, would be interesting. Yep. Yeah. Devon Head. Even the four and eight Western Bulldogs are embarrassed to share the Bulldog name with Canterbury. Hashtag pub side. Hashtag proud to be a bull derp. Not a massive fan of that one. Final word, of course, it goes to GT351 underscore Johns. Crap game. Crap result. Crap effort. And also, it was damn cold. Thank God for good food at Belmore. Pork gyros getting devoured. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> They're serving up pork gyros. No wonder the Muslims didn't turn up. Pork gyros getting devoured. And thankfully, I saw a good game of football between Spain and Portugal this morning. Um, and I'm still hashtag proud to be a bulldog. Um, well done, sir, for your staunchness. Well, fucking, I know one Sharks fan that'll be straight out to Belmore. Yeah. Absolute pork merchant Hang on, what's it, is a gyros a kebab? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought, That's right. I thought kebabs were halal. Is yeah, it Euros or non-halal? Yeah, yeah, but if you put, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's Greek. Ah, there you Greek, go. Euros, okay. Euros is Greek. I mean, yeah. kebab, yeah. So. Well, then it's not a kebab. It's a What's, Greek kebab. It was a Euros. Yeah. You say it was a kebab. He says it's a Euros. I said, is a Euros a kebab? Well, it's the same diff. Yeah, but you know how some people call it a scallop and then fuckheads call it a potato cake? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're the same thing with a different name. This isn't the same thing. One's Greek, one's not. Yeah, but it's the same. It's a... It's wrapped up meat and uh, you know, salad and in a in a wrap. Oh, okay. So then a hamburger's a fucking. Well, because you know, like you know, like, yeah, like you know, Turkish, Greek food, and, like Lebanese food, they all share like mm-hmm. you know similar origins and and very you know very similar in many cases. They have okay. a lot of similar. So yeah, like the potato cake. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I love it. what's the origin of the potato cake though. Well, potato cake's fucking different. It's shaved. It's not sliced. Yeah. Like a fish cake. Yeah. Fucking Melbourne. Fuckhead cake. Cockheads. Deconstructed fuckhead cakes. <laughs> St. George, Illawarra Dragons, 32, defeat the Mighty Manly Seagulls, 8 at Wynn Stadium, in front of a crowd of just over 13,000. Um, the Dragons, 32, came from tries to Widdop, Man, Lafay, Sims, Graham, and Nene McDonald. Three of six conversions to Widdop and, and a penalty goal. Uh, Manly's 8 came from a scintillating try to Tom Wright. The Manly fans have been calling for this cunt to fucking be brought into the side. He's He's been, he's been sort of, you know... 
on the periphery, and I think he's had one appearance you know, before then. But in the time of massive injury crisis, this guy seemed like the biggest no-brainer to bring. Fucking play him at play him at hooker. Yep. He's, he's not a hooker. He's, he's more of a half. But we could put him in at centre. There's plenty of places he could play. Um, and I think hopefully with this try, he's you know sort of woken up fucking Barrett to say, okay, yes, he'll be you know well. Yeah, you know, fucking time will tell next week, I guess. Uh, Hodgkinson with a conversion and a penalty goal as well. And this guy at the start, the the start of this game, well, the first half of this game, apart from that try at the very end from the Dragons, I actually wasn't displeased with the the manly performance. I mean, they were definitely they were definitely putting in, and the Dragons the Dragons uh, got on top at one stage, and you could see that they were just getting on top and and you know field position and everything. It was just it was looking worse. Manly were having you know more trouble getting out because they were getting pinned more, and then they scored that that try to to right was uh, was fantastic, and that put them right back in the game and it lifted them up again. And it was just a real shame they conceded that one, but. The second half the dragons went on with it but i just really feel that this as far as look there are a couple of factors in this game one manly having to play a winger as a, as a fucking hooker uh you know, just just there was that factor and the factor of a team that is used now 29 players for the yep. season by far the worst injury toll in in the competition this year and it's just down to the, the fact a side that didn't that when we went into the season well, said wow worst. we don't we don't have any depth only worst if you take quantity over quality yeah, well, every one of your players wouldn't be first grade players at any other club well I mean the first grade side would be first grade anywhere however no. the first grade pre-round one would be first grade anywhere How, however yeah, I mean the, the 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 fear at the start of the season was, wow, we don't have much depth, and now that depth has been breached, and the depth level after that has been yeah. breached. So it just comes down to the fact that a side a side that's a good team and a, like a contender, like top eight team, versus a team that has fucking way too many of their better better players out through injury at the moment, and also being forced to play people well out of fucking position. I'll tell you one, though, the Trent, Trent putting Brad Parker on the bench uh, turned out to be a masterstroke when Suley went down. With yeah. it. It, it was great. It was actually very handy to have an outside back on the bench when, I mean, maybe, you know, he's obviously some, I mean, I don't want to give him credit for having like some sort of Nostradamus foresight because if he did, I mean, he should have seen a lot of other shit coming this season. He would have seen the Jackson Hastings shit coming. Yeah, but, uh, but it did turn out, he did he did fall on his feet with that, that selection. But, uh, so let's focus on Tom Wright. It was funny in the press conferences afterwards. You see, um, Mary said uh, when he's trying to diminish, like trying to talk up his own size performance, yeah. he's like, because Manly did they, they St George defended a lot of fucking try scoring opportunities. Like that was probably like you know I don't know, I wouldn't go down the Barrett Road and say five or six, but I mean there was definitely like you know four decent fucking yep. tra- attempts that they could have scored, and then you know would have changed the scoreline a lot. Yep. But um, that Tom Wright try, he's like going, oh yeah, we, you know. We uh, he's you know he he hasn't played before and so we didn't do any homework on him oh, so fuck. so so that's why we got fucking burned but I mean it's just amazing the inside outside then slant in again at the end it's just isn't Mick, isn't he just a catty little bitch yeah that was that was his that was his uh, his line like oh we didn't yeah I can't remember exactly what he said but that was that was that was the idea yeah we didn't I mean we we had no game plan we didn't have any tape on him you know he's never played so we what, don't know what, what, he, fucking, know what, he could what do. does it fucking cost you to say I hadn't seen that kid before he played really well. Or, or what does it cost you as a coach 
to have video of the way that he's done that three times a game in fucking in, in interest for the entire year. I mean, he's, so, car- he's anyway. I mean, it's not a surprise to see he didn't just start carving in, in first yeah, grade. Yeah. I mean, he's been carved. Like, that's why Manly players have wanted him because he's fucking. He's like the he's he's like the the Kale and Ponga, except better. That we've been waiting. He's the he's the Kale and, our Kale and Ponga. Oh fucking hell! Okay, he's um, like you give him three Dalian points every game instead of one. I, I, I think you you've summed it up beautifully there. It, it was a game with very few surprises. Yeah, exactly. Um, interestingly enough, I, I think this is something that the NRL will need to look at. I, I just feel like the injury tolls are growing, and they are more severe and, and long-term. Uh, maybe the number of injuries is similar, but the severity and the repercussions of those are, are better. Yeah, I mean, there was and a lot this, of talk about, you know, like, oh, Brookvale's, you know, snapping ACLs. Yeah. But not, not, not the case now. I think on the weekend, who did their ACL this weekend? Not necessarily that, but I'm saying that... No, who, no someone did it this weekend, and I believe that took it up to, like, 11 or 13 or something for the season. <laughs> Jesus. It's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know... This Manly team is, in recent memory anyway, I can't remember another team, actually having these issues of, okay, we're, we're now playing non-specialist And having to do like, players. and having to try and get a dispensation for a player more than one time. I mean, if it happened once per season over the entire NRL, it's very rare. There'd be yeah. tons of seasons where that hasn't happened. Yep. Like, I think you, was it you guys last the, year or who, who, who had to do it last year? Someone had to, uh, someone had to bring someone in last year. I can't remember who yeah, it was, but but the the fact that it's happening with Manly now, yeah, with still you know a good chunk of the season left, yeah, like well, you're forty percent or thirty, yeah, yeah, yeah quite um, long. it's something that needs to be reviewed. Yeah, unfortunately, the reason it's there is because people know that if it's just a free for all on younger players, yeah, somehow player up here will be paid fucking three times over and it'll just trickle down and then all of a sudden oh we need to bring these kids up at 20 yep. grand a year each yep. but yep. you know maybe, maybe that just means the clubs have done it themselves by just being constantly dodgy and trying to get around this yeah. salary cap well that's the thing I mean the, the clubs will try and exploit every aspect of rugby league whether it's rules on the field you know the, to, to to advantage yeah and uh, and if the advantage is you know outweighs the you know you've know, got one unlucky team this year pretty much I mean you yeah. guys got pretty bad injuries but you're not quite up to that that level of injuries yet where you I mean there was a, about three three weeks ago it was like oh you know the Panthers might you know Quali- have trouble well, quality wise quality yeah. wise we are worse affected than any other team in the history of the sport <laughs> like, you know, put, you know, no one really cares that um, you know lots of Russians died in World War One. Yeah, I've watched a lot of World War One documentaries. It sounds like you're, you're on a World War One fan at the moment, aren't you? You've, you've obviously uh, you've, you've clocked Netflix and you decide you have to go back to the through the documentary section now. You're, you're, you're the Russians, <laughs> Penrith, are, you know the fucking Anzacs. Quality, <laughs> quality over quantity. Oh. Fucking Putin lover. So who's uh, so 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 who's the, the Winston Churchill feeding you into the meat grinder? Feel good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In this analogy, Yanis uh, um, underscore Mateus. Uh, the only choking that's occurred as a result of this game was DCE deep throating the dragons. Yes, that's how long we are. <laughs> While Brandy sits well, in the corner on. like the gimp. He, he doesn't have a long mouth. Well, yeah, that's... They could have a perfectly average-sized penis 
and it still reaches his throat. He doesn't have a long mouth. Your throat's at the top of your fucking neck. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm all. I think they're. Say, I think they're saying that they, they that they they get to they they reach and breach the uh, the end of his esophagus and somehow and finish directly in his stomach. I okay, well then be fucking properly creative and say that you're lung fucking him or something. I don't know. Fucking dragons fans. This is the fucking thing that comes when your best banner is Great St. George team. I tell you, I, I charge Dragons fans, any Dragons fans who have any kind of semblance of respect for the quality in banner making. Do, oh, Just that, burn it. That that banner, I mean, I, I'm going to speculate. I don't remember seeing that banner before, like, you know, sort of four years ago or something like that, but I presumably that banner... GST was 2000. Yeah, that, presumably yeah. that banner yeah. was created around... 2000, 2000, 2000, let's yeah. say 2001 on the outside, when it's actually was when it, like a, when it, it could be called topical. Yes. Like, let's give them 2001. I'm going to go so I'm far. I'm going to give them 2002 is to say that is a worse banner yep. than the giggity giggity roosters one, because at least, yeah, like that, you know, there's some, artist, it's got enough, fucking nothing to do with anything, it's not relatable to the team or whatever, but yeah, the guy's done a nice job, whether he copied it, yeah. I don't know, but. He's done a, a large-scale portrait of Quagmire. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's an amusing cartoon personality. And well done. If it was if it was Blake Ferguson in the style of Quagmire, then that would be more yeah. relevant because, like, of course, because Quagmire is a seedy, you know, sex offender exactly. type character as well. Yeah. But uh, put that out there. What is your favourite banner? I want to positive. I want to talk. The, I want to hashtag talk the game up. You want to light a candle rather than curse the darkness. Yeah, I'm tired of cursing the darkness. <laughs> Fucking blind. Need to need, need carrots. I'm so so dark. I need, I think I think I want to hear. Well, yeah. Fucking you. You can give me your shittiest banners if you like, but the winner's the GST one. Funnily enough, that's uh, also a popular myth. The carrots aren't any better for your eyes than many other foods. Um, that also came out of World War One when the invention of radar, the British spread propaganda that their soldiers ate lots of carrots so they could see the planes in the dark. <laughs> Fucking hell, this World War One thing. Is there anything else that is relevant to rugby league that we can get out of this World War One thing? Oh, God. Well, don't uh, stop eating carrots, kids. Just- <laughs> well, yeah, well, you do stop eating carrots because, I mean, if you want to, if you want to live a healthy lifestyle, you want to eat vegetables that grow above the ground, not below the ground, right? Okay. You can, yeah, you cruciferous leafy leafy greens cool. and whatnot. All good. I'm happy. So if you're, if you're on the keto thing, you don't want to be eating any of that... Yeah, like under the ground shit. I know. I'm just sad about a fucking bunless burger and spinach. <laughs> yeah, oh, I haven't been able to force myself going into the bunless, but I'd like stuff that's like food, yeah. except not. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, didn't even get that tweet finished. But he's saying that while Brandy sits in the corner like the gimp that he is, his face looks like it's been on the receiving end of too many facial dick slaps. So what's this fucking anti-brandy reference? Okay, the anti-brandy reference comes from the telecast of the game, where Brandy was saying very intelligent comments along the lines of, you know, but for the fact that you know that St George managed to scramble and and uh, mm-hmm. all manly fucked up and you know they had like you know a couple of try scoring opportunities that they you know they could have got. They're saying the scoreline doesn't actually reflect you know the 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 uh, the, the effort and how manly played mm-hmm. during during the game. Dragons fans have taken offence to this and decided to attack Brandy. So I retract my previous comment, re-Mary being a sour little bitch. He Expanding is, it. 
He hmm. is a sociological genius because he knows what Dragons fans are like. Mm-hmm. And he's pandering to them. Yeah, He knows that Dragons fans are now somehow through a weird process of osmosis or uh, mutation, they're one step below Broncos fans in needing validation <laughs> from other people yeah. that their team is good. Yeah. Mary, I applaud you. I tell you, I've never seen a, a fan base so unhappy to be at the to top. To win, yeah. Like, I've, I've never never in my life have I seen it. Usually when a team gets to the top, like a, with a fan base that's like a bickering fan base generally or whatever because they've been had dark times, you know, whatever. Yep. Even Newcastle fans, even they're getting spoons, they're not, they're not exactly. at each other. Dragons fans... <laughs> Dragons fans pretty solid, staying solid when they're when they're you know getting thumped in the last round to get bundled out of the finals. They start winning. It's fucking on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. But anyway, the, the, to, there's a long tangent taken in the middle of that in the middle of that tweet. But uh, yeah, I want to see your favourite banners yes. from around around the the NRL. What's from the best time. banner? From all time, all, yeah, all time is good. And if you can send us if you send us a picture as well, I mean, especially for older ones, you know, might. Uh, you know, if you can send us a photo, even better. But otherwise, you know, we'll, yes. we'll, I guess we'll have to take your word for it. But and the worst one—I mean, you can send us your worst one if you like. But there's nothing worse than the, the GST Great yeah, Saint. We don't Launch want team. fucking 800 pictures of the GST banner. Exactly. We we understand what are you that fucking one. Fucking saying that for? All you have to just all you have to do is just say like, uh, we agree on the on the worst banner. Yes. <laughs> that's that's all you have to say. Uh, Devonhead. They don't call it Wind Stadium for nothing. Yeah. Okay. Try fucking this. yeah. God. To the Brisbane Broncos 20 defeat the Cronulla Sharks 16 at Reclaim Australia Stadium right in their own little house of racial inequality. Uh, <laughs> just over 14,500 in attendance and the Broncos 20 came from tries to Tavita Pangai Jr., Milford and Oates. Isako, two of three conversions and a couple of penalty goals. The Sharky 16 came from tries to Rami and Latelli and Graham and uh, Townsend, two of three conversions. Mmm. Broncos continued their their fast starts. They started equally as well as they did uh, as they yeah. as they did last week, and you know there's some. Oh, I'm not going to say good fortune or luck or whatever, but I mean, man, it's great. To see. I, I love seeing a charge down. I wish that Pangai Junior hadn't thrown his lot in with Tonga or whoever. The, yeah, because I would love to. I, I would love to have him in the Origin side. Yep, I'd put him in like I'd, I'd maybe even flick Crichton for him or something. I don't know, but yep, he's. But well, you like, can play for Tonga and still. Yeah, but play he's he, but he's but he's eligible for New South Wales. But he's like, I'm not going. Ah, to, okay. He's yeah. like, I'm 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 not going. To, I'm I'm fully in on the Tonga on thing. Tonga, yeah, gotcha. Is that only because of the Denver test or? No, I think it's just. Be, I think it's because he's just uh, uh you know, the, the you know the way the Tongas with the with the world the, with the World Cup campaign and everything like that, yeah. and then like the passion and and the yeah. way that they came together and yeah you know, and and other players no, but I'm saying foregoing you- their or like Fafita, you know, and and uh, Tamalolo and that foregoing international and you know and state. Yeah, but f- they're just foregoing Australia and yeah, New Tom- Zealand. Yeah, yeah, but I mean Fafita's not playing in the Origin series, is but he? he's eligible. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he's he was only eligible for games one and three. No, he was eligible two? for all, only available for one and oh, three okay. because of the Denver Test. Yeah, yep, yeah, okay. So next year, if yeah. there's no Denver Test, or if they organise it when it's not Origin, yeah, you can play for both. Anyway, yeah, but Denver Test has got the, the, it's representative round. He's not going to Denver Test. Tom Lola, Tom, Tom, Tom. Oh, yeah, sorry. Feeder, yeah. They're playing. They're playing here. Okay. So, yeah. 
Yeah. And rep round will always be an origin round, so yeah, it takes him out of one game yeah. every yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I shouldn't be able to do maths this early in the morning. <laughs> um, you know the the thing with the Broncos, are, they, they they got out to their fast start. They didn't ever really look like they were threatening to or, or in danger of really putting the sword to the Sharks. Yep. Um, and, and there were a couple of opportunities to do so. If if you look at it, the Sharks really didn't start firing until very late in the game. Well, I mean, they, oh, I, I disagree to an extent because, I mean, the Broncos had that fast start and they were they were out. This is like in the first 10 minutes they yep. were out by like a huge score, yep. like, you know, two tries. To, yep. Yeah. Um, when the Sharks got their first try, that was pretty early too. But then I think from around like the 25th minute to the to the end of the first half, the Sharks had tons of opportunities that yeah, they they, did. they they looked they were creating the opportunities, but they were they were just not executing exactly. Them. So I mean, there was plenty of opportunities for them to get into that game. Mm-hmm. Very, I mean, to get it back by half time even. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But they they really didn't start capitalising on those until yeah. Yeah. till very late. All, yeah. all of that effort didn't lead into points on the board and then a genuine comeback yeah. and until the you know the, the last quarter but Sigiaro I think had a, a good game um, I'm, I'm not sure what I think of the two hooker method you know, the, it works for some it works for some teams yeah. but I think it I don't think it's like a blanket recommendation or or you know I, 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 it really mm. just depends on the situation obviously the first thing is do you have a hooker who can that, play 80. That's 80 minutes yep. of the same standard. Well, this is the thing. I mean, like Manly back in the in the golden days had a, a, one of probably the most nailed down capable of 80 minutes mm-hmm. players in the history of the game yep. in Matt Ballon. Yep. But they still went the rotation with like you know, Heath Lestrange and, that, and it worked great. It, it worked great for him. Yeah, 100%. So, um, I don't know. But I'm saying with... With the way Seguiara, and we know what he's capable of, not that he's necessarily lived up to it. I know what he was capable yeah. of. I just don't think he's look, that you, guy. You look at him in his, his North Queensland days, that was his, yeah. his prime, I reckon. Because yeah. even when he came to Penrith, he, he didn't set the world on fire, he really, did he? was good, but it was, we were always sort of waiting for, okay, what, what are you going to do? Show yeah. us what you can do. Yeah. This game, that that's what he can do. Yeah. You know? Um, how does someone get that out of him for an extended period of time? Because, yeah. again, this new style of football where a dummy half that's eyes up and will run at the first chance of lazy markers, yep. that, that's Seguiaro's go. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, in, in terms of the, the controversy at the end, unless, unless people can come to me with a 100% accurate flat overview video, not photograph, video... Mm-hmm. Of a pass, unless they can then calculate the angle that the ball left the hand, unless they can accurately calculate the speed at which the player was travelling. And, and given the speed the player was travelling, what sort of forward propulsion would be reasonable? Then do the calculations to tell me if the ball travelled backwards or forwards out of the hand. Mm-hmm. Those passes I don't ever want to fucking hear argued about again. There are obviously forward passes, you know. Yeah, there yeah. are passes that are obviously forward out of the hands. And, you know, this one, bottom line, you can't be whinging about. It, it was that similar to the fucking pass thrown in origin, mm-hmm. you know. But you, you As can't. Queensland fans have been using to justify their position. 
but you know, well, okay, if you're in a tight game, yeah, how is Corey Oates in a position to score that try anyway? Yeah, you know, yeah, you, that that's where you should be looking. Yeah, like it's my, I, like I, th- I thought the pass was forward for sure. However, there was over ten minutes left in the game at that point. Yeah, Cronulla, you were close enough. You, if you, you're close if, enough, yeah, you're good enough. And, yeah, but even if okay, if we think it's forward, yeah, great, it can be. That yeah. pass yeah. can go forward. Yeah. You know? It's not the most forward pass I've ever seen in my life. Exactly. It's not the most, it's, I believe my team's been sunk five times by passes more forward than that. Yeah. But, um, no, the, look, at the you end know, of the maybe day, look at Chad Townsend. And say, why is he so shit? Maybe the, that was worth four points to you. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, the Broncos are finding ways to do it. Yeah. You know, they're not blowing the whistles themselves. No. No. Um, but, and the, I, I just think the over, the, the overall one sentence summation of the Sharks is man they can create some opportunities yep. and man they, they cannot capitalise them or man they can fuck up opportunities yeah. they had so they had plenty of opportunities to go into into half time even or you know perhaps yep. ahead despite the way that the Broncos came out and started yeah. you know, such a fast start with 12 points up in the first 8 yeah. minutes despite that they had so many chances to get it back to even or, or, yep. or better in the first half. And then the second half, they started converting on them. But they're just wasteful. And this is, and it's not this game. This is the, even when they're winning, and this is, this is the season. Yeah. They're, they're the most frustrating freaking team to watch because yep. you can see that the tries are there. And for whatever reason, they just can't get that last pass or, you know, they can't execute the kick or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And that, that, to me, rather than bitching about a forward pass, the frustration, you know, that that forward pass bitching just comes from frustration from the fact that they went down so quick and they came back and got it and got it back yeah. towards the end. That's it. And, uh, and like, I, I get it, but, you know, get over it. And I wish Pang Jr. was playing for New South Wales. Yes. The end. How long does that Sharks review go? I didn't look at the time when we started. I sure hope it was more than two minutes. Uh, Elvie's... Think, yeah. Yeah, measured as long as ever, as long as long as any other one. Okay, um, LV zero five. Nothing worse than watching a game where neither side has a kicking game. I tell you what, we didn't did say about Nicarima too. I mean, he was actually looking more like what I suspect that Wayne was hoping for when he yeah. uh, anointed him as his as his uh, you know <laughs> as his future half at the departure of Ben Hunt. I I never saw Nicarima as any. Anybody other than somebody who needed to learn when to pull the trigger. Yeah. You know? He, he didn't have a and sit back and, and grind. Yeah, again, yeah. Yeah, the, the Broncos have a history of that. Mm-hmm. Great. We'll put a guy in here. We know he's not the best defensive player, but I'm going to make it the job of the two blokes either side of him to cover him. Yeah. Yeah. Cruzy yeah. uh, 06. So would you like some extra salt with those bags of dicks, sharks, fuckers? Hashtag bags of dicks for days. Mm. Uh, no, we had JDHD. Uh, he's at uh, just six losses to go for Paul Gallon before he breaks the record. Hashtag I have oh. a dream. Look, I th- he's, he's close enough if he's good enough. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, Gallon when you know when he involves himself in games, he, he can he can you know maybe not lose a game for a side, but he can contribute. Uh, so yeah, you, you I, I want three possession stats now for Sharks games. Sharks, their opposition, and Paul Gallon. <laughs> and you and you want you want you want, you want meters and, and like and and, and uh, errors and, uh, and, and things like that attached as well. Oh, fantastic. Cobra Burgers, cognitive dissonance for some rugby league fans out there. They're happy that the Sharks lost, but shitty that the Broncos won. 
<laughs> Agree. And uh, Cronulla Sharkies. Uh, the Cronulla Sharks playing like entitled, heartless and spineless kids. Bring back the boys that got a six in a row. And uh, hashtag fuck Boyd. Hashtag need pep. Mm. And the final word on this goes to a, uh, perhaps not a new listener, but a new tweeter. John 0646146, another, another MAGA Russian bot, I believe. Is, is there any chance that both of you will watch a Sharks game? Every week there seems to be an excuse why you didn't watch the game. It would be nice if you could spend more than two minutes reviewing a Sharks game. Now, I, I, replied, I replied on Twitter, I said, look, mate, I, I have not missed a game either live or in replay in fucking I couldn't tell you when. It would be a very difficult situation yes. for me. Because the beautiful thing is, I work for myself, and I work in an office-based job, so I can have the NRL app running replays for days. Yes. Does not fucking matter to me. Um, you know, sometimes things happen. Sometimes sometimes you'll, you'll miss a game. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, like, as long as one of us is watching the games. I mean, who well, fucking cares? You know, and, and as long as we're not fucking Ruan simming it, Simsing it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everyone's happy. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, when, we, when we try, we, when we try and blast through games in express episodes, and you, you come and say like, "Oh, you don't seem to have trouble finding time for Manly Penrith games." Look, we probably didn't have time trouble finding time for Manly and Tigers games when when Glenn was behind the wheel. Yep. At the end of the day, we're not gonna we're not gonna apologise for for being exactly what it says on the label. <laughs> I mean, fucking hell. There so, you go. I hope you enjoyed that shark so, review. So, so I hope you got. I hope, and this, this morning, conversely, we've pretty much got all the time in the world, and oh, that's we, we, we don't have all the time in the world. But, <laughs> but you know, we've got. You know, it's not an express episode, so you know, we, we are and yeah, we match reviews accordingly. Uh, Melbourne Storm twenty eight take on the Newcastle Knights. So defeated Newcastle Knights ten at McDonald Jones. Crowd just under fifteen thousand. The uh, Storm had tries the Riley Jacks a, a double to the Fox and uh, Vooney also with a try. Smith four of four conversions and two of three penalty goals. The Knights tries the Callum Ponga and Ken Sio Ponga one of two conversions. I'm not sure if this resurgence of Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, as in, you know, a couple of weeks with yep. some some polished performances and big yep. score lines are uh, is indicative of them, you know, starting their run. Yeah. Uh, gosh, it, it it looks like looks like they are. I, I think the key thing with them is they've got a couple of players back in some confidence, mm-hmm. especially in their backs. Uh, and I think that Cameron Smith is learning how to work without Cooper Cronk by yep. his side. Um, you know he. He's obviously done well in in not having Billy around. Mm-hmm. There's obviously less interaction between a, a hooker and a fullback and, yeah. and a hooker and a half. But um, you know, uh, it would be tough at the moment, I think, to say for the, the two most disrupted teams. Funnily enough, I'd say the Storm and the Roosters. You know, in terms of new people in yeah in key positions, uh, and and it'd probably be hard to split them on form. You know, I, I think Melbourne yeah, are just back to doing. Melbourne things very well. Um, the the Knights, to their part, were like I don't want to say going backwards because they they come up against a good opposition, but they seem to be competing in less of the game than they had in weeks prior. Definitely, it, it so. seems to be diminishing returns. Mm. It, like they they were definitely very high in the early rounds, and yeah, with, with Pierce and everything yep. that he brought to the the, yep. the the confidence and direction he brought to the side. But he's been gone for a long time, and it just feels like, I mean, although he's not going to be gone the whole season, but it just feels like 
that aura or whatever it was that made them up there. in the early rounds is diminishing week on week. Yep. Uh, this game, it just went exactly the way I thought it would, yep. really. I mean, the scoreline, you know, not a massive flogging, but a very comfortable win to the storm. Yep. Uh, and no, just no real surprises. Correct. Uh, Cattle Dog Blue, Brownie, you have two weeks before the next game and a new contract. Please, please spend the next 10 days working on our six tackle, tackle options at both ends. We are by far the worst team since the rule came in. I guess the rule meaning the, the what the seven, seven tackle rules. Yeah. yeah. Mitch the Geo. I'm going to give waterboarding a crack. Seems like more fun than this shit. Hashtag Hunter Guantanamo. You know what? And there, there's the thing. You know, yep. that, that fan base who were so staunch through the, all the bad times. Yeah. Now they've, they've, been, they've, seen, they've seen that, the, that yeah. things can be better. Look, you know, an incline is not linear. Yeah. You know, you, you, look, at, you look at the fucking stock markets. Mm-hmm. If if you take any month in and of itself, you'd be shitting yourself and selling everything. But over a multi, you know number mm-hmm. of years, as long as you're up, look at the, look at the crypto markets. <laughs> no, you can be you can be winning the premiership, <laughs> then uh, playing on the bench in reserve grade, <laughs> and then you're winning a premiership <laughs> world club challenge. <laughs> Ryan F underscore the best. Geez, the storm were lucky today. I think the Knights really scared them and were the better team. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne Drizzle. <laughs> Fucking Gronk. Canberra Raiders 48 to feed the West Tigers 12 at Campbelltown. Um, crowd of just over 10,000 in attendance. The Raiders 48 came from a double to BJ, a double to Tapane. Austin, Papali, Kotrick also with tries. Oh, sorry, there we go. Down another line. Oldfield and Liam <laughs> as well. Oh, Bagon. Um, Jason Croker, six of nine conversions. And the Tigers, 12 came from tries to Chris Lawrence and Corey Thompson. Essan Masters, two of two conversions. This was an old school West Tigers scoreline. <laughs> not, not for a lot of the game, though. Raiders um, at home. Smashed by nearly fifty. <laughs> That's, I mean, I'll just—I'll never forget that. Was it, what season was it? Was, was it the end of twenty sixteen to, to make the finals? Was they, if they yeah. won, did they? They didn't have to win by anything, did they? It's just if they I think won. It was just if they won, they were in. If they won, they were in, and they got done by sixty. Yeah. Like, what? I don't know if I'm imagining this, but it wasn't even you know, even if they lost, they couldn't lose by more than ten or something. That was like the outside mathematical yeah. perspective. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Again, early on in the game. It didn't look like, if you looked at this scoreline, you'd think it was from the get-go, but um, they came out with some good intensity intensity early on. I think the big thing was that, you know, the the Blake Austin sin binning, and I'm yep. I'm fine with the sin binning. Yeah. He knew he did the wrong thing. You yep. can see it in his face. Yep. It, it's a, a I think reaction it, I think thing. it was only just like a touch of the wrong thing. I was like, I, I still think it was fairly like... Oh, yeah, 100%. It, 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 was, it, it, was, it, was, it was milked. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, that's the, that's the way it goes. The fact that the Tigers couldn't put points on with the extra man. And it almost felt like that that was the thing that spurred the Tigers into wake, to, sorry, the, the, the Raiders, Raiders yeah. into, into playing. Mate, it's, again, this happens so many times this season. The team that's down a man gets the advantage in terms of the points in that period. Yep, yep. And it, it changes the momentum of the game. Um no, Hodgson for Canberra is such a massive inclusion. You know, yeah, he, yeah. He's such a stabilising, calming influence. Mm-hmm. And there's all these things, like, you know, even with all the great hooking performances we've seen this year, the the little scoot out of dummy half he has with a flick pass on the end of it. Yep. 
you know, that's that's at, an, at another level again. You know, yeah. he's he's just such a, a key part of their team. When the Tigers, in, they're down by 12. They're still well in the contest. Mm-hmm. Brooks puts in the fucking big towering bomb and the breeze gets it and it fucking goes back. I don't know if it was a fucking breeze or just a shit kick, but the the it's kick went yeah. backwards yeah, and yeah. and then all of a sudden camera in, but um, fucking Elliot Whitehead. Yeah. I reckon in, in that first big barn saw, I reckon he played three positions in one run. <laughs> like he had a, a, a fucking step that he had yeah. a, a spin and a bud. You like just... I, I love those fucking edge runners just yep. going yep. gangbusters on yep. them. So, well done, Canberra. Oh, it's just when they got the advantage, they just, man, they pressed it through. And I thought, oh. I thought that was almost certainties of 50. And he, and this this game, I don't, I'm just going to shut it down. I mean, that was the, like the the worst video, like I, like ever. Yeah. Ever, probably. Yep. I mean, there's plenty of times when people disagree with a ruling on a control and a grounding or something like that. Yeah. <sighs> Like, but that was, that was just overturned. Like patently fucking yeah. That was yeah. It was overturned. It was over, it was like the worst. And 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 credit to Canberra, just be like, all right, yeah, just scored the next play or that's you know it. like right but, after. So yeah, that's a fucking good point. You know, people are going on. Well, hang on, the the way the ref sends it up in any other instance, that yeah. that just comes back. Everyone goes okay. That's going to come back the way it's sent up. It was sent up yeah. a try. They can't see anything. Yeah. Have to go with the on field decision. Now they're going. They can't see the ball grounded. Yeah, Whew. and it even looked like it had. I mean, it, it still looked like it had been. Though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well done for. Yeah. Look, and again, you, you only refs fault when you lose, I guess. Yeah. And but... I worry, I worry about the Tigers a bit though, because this is this is uh, maybe not the first time this season, but one of the only times. Once Canberra sort of got the ascendancy a little bit, they just like you know in that last twenty minutes. Yeah. Those, like probably the last three tries, maybe, but even that Cotrick, yeah, like let's say the last four tries. I mean, there was an amazing pass for that Cotrick try for from um, Croker, like yeah. just that, that flick yeah. on, to, you know. I, in, but uh, the try, the three tries that followed that, I mean, they were opened up so fucking easily, and that was like it, it was the first time, well, one of the only times this season, I think, where it just seemed to be completely against. The they, kind of the kind no of control. attitude yeah. and defence yeah. that Ivan, you know, brought into the side, yep. and what we what we saw in the first, you know, yeah. sort of six weeks of the year, uh-huh. uh, win or lose. But I mean, they getting opened up like that. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the stats for what was stats for the line breaks. I mean, it felt like by the end, it felt like there were so many. Where we go back here? into uh, line breaks. I can't see. Yeah, line breaks, line breaks. They're eight. Fuck yeah. me, dead. Yeah, yeah. eight line breaks. That'll be the most they've conceded all season, right? I mean, I reckon that's more than they conceded in the first four weeks. Correct. Okay. Uh, biggest Tiger. So, the bus must have had the flux capacitator on it. <laughs> Hashtag back to the scoreline. Adam yeah. Brackman. Tiger's waking up with the Viking clap tomorrow. Hope it burns when you piss. <laughs> Special kind line. Umbai and Reynolds will bring the brilliance of the 2017 Bulldogs attack to the Tigers. <laughs> Don't worry, West fans. Uh, fantasy underscore NRL CEO uh, I'm certain that the biggest tiger doesn't hate anyone because he doesn't have a hateful bone in his body but he must come close to being impartial towards Josh Hodgson <laughs> six games versus the Tigers with an aggregate of 254 to 76 oh. oof <laughs> and six games too fuck uh, Ma underscore Aaron please form an orderly queue while submitting your Tigers in decline tweets we will get to you as soon as possible <laughs> Thank you.
Okay, previews. Very short round this week. It's the rep round. And we uh, start off with Friday night. The only game we've got on Friday night is the New South Wales women versus Queensland women. I've got to say, I don't watch the women's competition from a week-to-week basis, so I have no idea how it'll go. But I want to see a great game, um, and I want to see New South Wales win. Yes. The end. Get behind New South Wales if you're from New South Wales. If you're not from New South Wales, fuck off. I don't want to know you. Yeah. And you can, you can support you can support your, your, your cunt maroon team, but like... Yeah. Um, and of course, I say cunt in terms of like you know Queensland low lifes, not because I'm trying to be you know, denigrating women or You're anything. Not using genital as a pejorative. Don't assume my pejorative. <laughs> Papua New Guinea versus Fiji is the afternoon Brown game. A speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> Papua New Guinea versus Fiji. Down at Campbelltown Stadium. I love these Saturday games. Yes. They all, they tend to be among the most entertaining you see and yes. certainly certainly the most passionately played. I mean these are these aren't mercenaries playing for dollars. These are guys playing with their genuine passion for the jersey. Hang on. Um just wasn't the Fiji thing that they didn't get paid. I was just going to say the, the, the Fiji <laughs> the Fijians especially uh, especially are passionate <laughs> in playing for the jersey because as far as I know they still haven't been paid out the bonuses and things like that from the World Cup campaign. So I'm not sure how I'm not sure how the the the, the I don't think it, it hasn't gone to court or anything, but I'm not sure how the negotiations and everything are going on that side of things. But uh, let's hope they're getting paid for this one. But uh, Fiji must win this game. They must. Must. Why? Well, you know the the PNG team effectively. Um, you know they they've got their Q Cup. Team. And a large number of those guys in in and this in this team, whereas this team is uh, not not entirely, but you know, largely, especially in the run on side. Yeah, yep, largely. Um, and PNG, as as they will do with anyone, they'll get in there and they will fucking play physically and fast and belt people. I just don't think they're polished enough to get over the the class that Fiji has. Yep. And uh, obviously, we're very looking forward to, to seeing Lachlan Lamb in the six, uh, next generation Queensland, 5 8th, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tonga take on Samoa. Seven o'clock, it's a seven o'clock game. Um, mm. And uh, this one, I've been looking at team lineups here, and they just, uh, they just put through alphabetically. But this is the one I, I fucking love the forward battles yeah. in this game because. You ne- I mean, it, it's not even origin like. It's better. It, it's better than origin like. There's like they the, the the way they just slam into each other, the way they hit in defence, the way they resent it and get up and yeah. go for another. Oh, just I fucking love it. And uh, I think based on form, um, somewhat boosted by Milford being dropped from the state of origin side. Yeah, um, Tonga. If, if I was Tonga. I'd be pretty fucking dirty that New Zealand are going for a fucking Denver test. Yeah. Because if you look at the trajectories of both nations yeah. and their rugby league fortunes, yeah. Um, I'd, I'd have, and, you know, I'd, oh, fuck, I'd, I don't know, a, a Tonga, a, a nation like New Zealand, where the, the longer a competition goes, the better they get. Like New Zealand have always been very poor in one off one-off matches. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't, even though the, the spirit that Samoa will obviously have, I think Tonga are going to be too good. I think just in terms of, I mean, yeah, we have, we have uh, yeah, large yeah, Polynesian communities yeah, in Australia. Mm-hmm. But you know what? 
they got in the states too. Like I think yeah. I, would, I would love to send this match over. For, even if you do, even if you make the England versus New Zealand a thing, yeah, that's fine. But I'd take this and on the undercard. Well, the, there, there is a common ancestry and heritage. Yeah, between like the, you know, there is a place called American Samoa. Yeah, yeah. Um, just just based on the name alone. Yeah, you're going to get people go, oh, okay, Samoa. We have American Samoa and. We have heritage there, so oh, hey, yeah, let, let's get along and see that. But you see, you see, you see a lot, a, a lot of a lot of the big boys in the NFL. Yep. Yeah, you know, some ones, you know. So when you get some over, you get like you know, get the Rock mm-hmm. spruiking it. Yep. Seems like a no-brainer, and he and he would. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, he's done done stuff with the NRL, you know, over, you know, footy show and stuff when he's, when he's been down here promoting movies and, and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, and finally. 6 a.m. Sunday. So an early game. Not even a pub slot. They're not even uh, open. They're not even open. My time's ended. But you know what? 6 a.m. is early, but it's, it's not, not it's fucking not restri- 3 a.m. Yeah, it's not pre- uh, preventative. Exactly. I mean, you know, surely you're up at 6 a.m. or close to it anyway. And uh, so like, I'm, I'm, you know, very glad to see uh, to see it at a time where I don't have to fucking, you know. Yeah get up you know watch in the middle of the night or you know whatever so um New Zealand take on England a mile high a very a very uh I think it's an, I think it's an important game apparently they've sold 20,000 tickets which is pretty good good on them. I mean it's you know mile high is probably you know it's probably like an 80,000 it's a big fucking stadium so uh can they close off top top tiers like top I don't know I mean I'm just trying to think of of, of Denver games it's like, I'm pretty sure it's pretty sure it's open air stadium but it's got like a lot of those rafters you know where you watch Nants so yeah. they, those obviously take those out of the out of the equation yeah but that's what I'm saying as long as it looks full at the level to at ground level to which they go to yeah, yeah. at that first 15 rows when yep. you're looking at yeah yep. but look I just hope it, I just hope it's successful I hope it's a good game uh, I, also, I also hope the promoters of it have worked out something where you know if there aren't if these tickets aren't sold by XYZ fucking just put cunts in cars and drive around and say here's some fuck here's fucking 10 here's yeah. 20 here's this and get yep. along yep you know yep. be happy to make your hot dog money yep and and get people to the game yeah yeah I, I hope it's a good game I hope it's not you know I hope it's a, a free flowing game I, I hope the promoter's successful doing this because I mean I've seen people that are like against this game because it's not for anything uh, you know with the, it's you know for like a promoter making money but I mean fucking Stop being sour cunts. Yeah, you know, look, it, in in soccer they have the the concept of friendlies. Yeah, which you know, to be honest, I always thought it was a bit weird. Well, hang on, friendly, and why would you? Huh? What? Huh? But well, this, this, this is for exposure. Towards anything, exactly. It yeah, this it's, is for it's exposure. It's not a competition that counts towards points towards something. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure these guys aren't going to be feeling too friendly about it. I mean, they want to win. You know, the the fucking last time I had a friendly game of tackle footy in the park somebody ended up with a fucking kneecap the wrong way so yeah <laughs> yeah it was not friendly when you do it <laughs> yes um, I'm, I am fucking oh fuck I don't know New Zealand and England I just I just want to see a good game that is a is an advertisement to the sport so I want to see I want to see the highlight shit I, I want yeah because that's, that's what it. the Americans are going to I guess that's it to, that's what they need to see I want to see some big hits I want 40 seconds of guys with no pads on wrecking other people yep and then getting up I want to see I want to see you know I want to see someone like let me think like someone like a Sofa Solomona fucking breaking like five tackles in, you know oh, yeah. with an offload I want to see speed. some fucking yeah. aerial shit yep because that if you think about it 
that's probably the the thing in America that they really don't you know in any of their sports you can throw an alley oop in basketball you can jump for a fucking catch in NFL yeah but yeah. the fucking kick into the air and the big run jump and someone getting way up but yeah someone yeah, someone getting up that's it. I, I want to see Isaac Luke fucking putting someone like you know. Uh, one, like Sam Burgess or you know one of those guys, you know, picking up and dumping and absolutely yeah. fucking punishing Sam Burgess. Just so so these Amer- so these Americans go, holy fuck, that guy. He's not even he's not even big enough to be a fucking punter. Yeah, and look at the way he's handled this this freaking yeah. guy. You know, so, like I want to yeah shit like that that's going to capture the imagination. Of and the, if you're listening audience. to the show and you're in America, Ben uh, Ben R forty seven underscore he's going to be there. Good. Twill tourist on the ground. Twill tourist. Well, you know, if you're in America. Just fucking go to Denver. Yeah, it's only you down know? the road. Yeah. Just up the mountains. Exactly. <laughs> Take a plane there. Yeah. Well, in- internal flights in the States are, you know, yeah. cheap as shit. Not John Denver Airlines, but... Yeah, well, you don't, <laughs> either. Yeah. You don't end up that way. I mean, that's a, that's a, the Tigers place. Take that one. <laughs> but, uh... <sighs> Take me home. And of course, Origin. Well, Origin happens on Sunday night too. I forgot I didn't put it down here. So uh, as long as Matt Pryor doesn't fuck us, look, I hope Matt Pryor tackles his ass off with his with his. Tri- I hope Matt Pryor tackles his ass off with his customary one hundred percent tackle efficiency for the fifteen minutes he's on. In the in look, let's light a candle here mm-hmm. and let's take a page from our Sharks brethren. For the time that he's in a New South Wales team, he's our. Let's yeah. let's kid ourselves that he is a fucking good player. Yep, and be one hundred percent behind him. Yep, agreed. Nice, agreed. And uh, otherwise, look, you know, we're we're on the precipice now. This is it for Freddie. Oh God! Eternal glory, or a fucking decider at Lang Park. <laughs> yeah. Please close it out. Please close. I think I think they can. Please. Look, look, look Ponga Ponga is a great inclusion, but he is. Um, and he's obviously a fantastic player now, but probably even better, yeah. you know, player of the future and probably a Queensland. He's so young that he's probably a Queensland player of a fucking yeah, long time, provided he's not cruel by injury. Yep. Um, I don't know how much game time he'll get. I mean, I would I would hope that if Queensland had brought him in, they're going to use him for more than like the 15 minutes or whatever that Milford got in the first game. Um, yeah, that, that's who he's replacing. So what, are they playing Ponger in the halves? They're playing him off the bench, though. So. No, no, I know. Yeah. But when Milford came on, yeah, yeah, okay. he, well, he went to a playmaking role. I don't know. I don't know. What is Billy a six now? I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. I do know that he'll get well, at least one point in the best Just... of for the game. But um, <laughs> the only Delian point this week somehow went to Callum Ponga. He's uh, he's he's tremendous. But, but you know, like honestly, he's a, he's a good player now, a very good player now, great player. It's going to be a great great player for the future. And so I would love him to have a Justin Hodges of a of a debut. Because I feel he's good enough to get past that and have a good career afterward, but I'd like to see him pass it to you know pass it to Fox in his own in goal, and Fox plants it down. Maybe even for the match winner. I yeah. don't know. Look, here's the thing though: he's he's not going to be easily confusable because yeah. he's never going to play State of Origin with any Newcastle teammates. That's true. So yeah, yeah. You know. So uh, yeah, look, I just I hope uh, I hope it's uh, well. I was going to say I hope it's a good game, but I don't. I don't give the shittest game ever as long as New South Wales win. As a que- <laughs> as, as a Queenslander, win. I hope he has a Hodges. As, as a Knights player, I hope he has a Gidley. <laughs> a Kurt, not a Matt. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he'll he'll 
Kurt in the sense that he'll be on the bench for most of the game. And then uh, just add, yeah. add and fucking and nothing. And nothing when he yeah. gets on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. But uh, yeah, I just want the Blues to wrap it up and uh, so get, some, well. so get some, some half-priced tickets for game three. <laughs> Where are we at? That's full time. It's mailbag, actually. No, it's a full time. You got a uh, B to the town, uh, B to the T town. Gus Gould, the biggest knob on TV since Frank Walker from National Tiles. Stop it. Hashtag ear cancer. Hashtag flog. Hashtag wouldn't let him touch my missus. What? Why would what? Who would you let touch your missus? Is that like everybody else or so, obviously someone you like on TV? Yeah, what Frank uh, Frank Walker? I mean, he's, is he so much a TV guy? I feel like I mean, personally, I don't watch a lot of commercial television, so I mean, I mostly he's hear on the radio, radio. National yeah. It's funny how much he bungs it on though, because I don't know if you listen yeah. to much of the radio, but there's also an ad for some like family, you know, like happy families, like uh, like not counselling, but you know, like positive parenting or something. Oh yeah, and he does ads for that, and he's like. It's Frank Walker from National Tiles. Well, like he's like, hello. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> so, so he, yeah, he definitely bungs it on a lot, but it works for him. Geo Re uh, was in ED Friday night, then zonked out on drugs for the rest of the weekend. I need an express episode to catch me up. Hashtag face still fucked. Hashtag twill tourist in ED. Uh, hashtag fuckers were watching soccer. Oh shit! Hashtag Is that MRI tonight? No, that definitely means emergency department. Yeah. You asked yeah. me what ED yeah, means. Yeah, I said yeah, erectile dysfunction. Department. Yeah. Yeah. You said erectile defun- dysfunction. Yeah. 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 No, emergency department. Okay. Yeah. Oh, fuck, that's no good. No. Our second favourite geo. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, but with potential to rise up the charts. Like I'm not saying it's it's not cast in stone here. No. You know, Mitch. Cast in stone. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, Dom- Dominic, who uh, with the with the uh, the handle that I'm not even going to say on the show because there's, there's too many the trolliest handle I've Fantastic. ever seen. In my life. Can you guys explain the obsession with growing the game in quotes? What's the problem with consolidating what we've got? Well, there's no problem in consolidating with what we've got, but I mean I'm always happy for opportunities like this. Denver, I mean if you're referring specifically to the to the Denver test, then I think this Denver test is a great thing, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll not hear I'll not hear a bad word about it. Yeah. If all 34 players do their ACLs, obviously, in hindsight, you go, yeah. perhaps this, wow, that Denver thing, what a shit idea. Who, who fucking come up with that idea? Yeah. But. Theoretically speaking. Yes. If, if you are looking to increase things like market share, et cetera, there's a, there's a couple of ways you can do that. One of them is to increase engagement with fans that you already have. And then, and, inc- now, and, cre- and increase the, you know, you know, increase the monetization from the, you know, hopefully get them that's to, it. you know. Now that's tough in rugby league because yeah. the fans you already have, they have a team generally mm-hmm. and it, you can't expand them and go, well, hey, they're going to go from going to one game a week to going to three games a week. Yeah. Or they're going to buy, you know, go from one jersey to, 10 jerseys because we release yeah. more jerseys. Although that, that model has worked well for the Warriors. Yeah, that's, um, the, the other thing is, in, in a market where you're already established and, and visible, yep. if people are not fans, it's very hard to make them fans because they've already made a decision against you. If yeah, if if they want, uh, I remember back in the days when I was doing the Fox Hill thing, it was like you know when you'd go down to like somewhere like you know like like Mermaid down the coast or whatever, you're yep. in a position there where if they wanted it, yep. they'd probably already have it. Yeah, it, similarly to there's a reason that McDonald's go out and give free Happy Meal vouchers for best and fairest soccer in kids' yeah. sports kids, teams. Yeah. 
you know, because there has to be a catalyst there. Mm-hmm. The NRL apparently aren't doing that. They've already got, I guess, an almost guaranteed next generation yep. because of the tribalism. What they're looking to do is gain ready-made money-spending fans. Correct. So they're not looking to say, well, okay, let's go and get more children involved in the game um, or, or increase engagement at a younger level because you don't get any economic benefit for that for a long time. Yep. They're just looking to increase exposure and awareness to audiences that aren't, that, um, like you said, haven't already haven't that's already it. tapped out and haven't already aren't already at the problem ma- yeah. maximum engagement. Yeah. So, that they so I know achieve. Perth's already seen us. I know Adelaide's already seen us. Mm-hmm. Um, the at the end of the day, like the, with the success of with the success of the Wolfpack in 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 Canada, mm-hmm. uh, that that has trickled down into the, into the states. Uh, they've always had trouble getting a proper competition going yep. there. That you know, with the with popularity and so forth, you know, take the best games that you can. Yeah. You know, to to the states, I would love. I'd take a. I'd take. I'd love to see Manly take a game, like yep. you know, like a club game. You know, it'd be it'd be tough to do. There's a lot of travel. Yeah, I get it. But I mean, the Warriors have got to go to Perth too, and I mean, that's like over half the. You know, that's over half the half the difference to. Well, what's it got four hours, and then it's like, like no, that's almost like it's almost the same for for the Warriors to go from 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 Auckland to Perth. It's only a couple of hours more to get to LA. Have you ever flown to LA from Perth? No, not from Perth. I'm saying from the Warriors, to, from Auckland to oh, LA Auckland is 14 LA. hours. Yeah. That's, that's, when I went to LA, that's yep. where I flew from. Yep. From Auckland, Auckland to Australia, it was about, what was it? it's about four hours to Australia and then, you know, from, from the East Coast and then Perth is like, another, is like yeah. you know, six to eight hours. So yeah, it's almost the same. Yeah. Um, so send the Warriors to a game in LA. <laughs> that's one. That's <laughs> and then one Australian team will have to, have, yeah. have to, have to suffer. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys, they used to traveling. There you go. <laughs> 2019, lock it in. Los Angeles. Warriors, Cowboys. Dodgers Stadium. Fuck. <laughs> Put out some turf. Let's, let's start a GoFundMe now. We'll promote it. <laughs> Reap the rewards. Um, but yeah, that, that's... Yeah. I, I, think, I feel like... And, you know, they talk, there was talk that, you know, New York want to you know get a team and do the same thing as the Wolfpack and inject the team into the lower levels of the English competition. Yep. And there was talk like, you know, they could pay Cameron Smith fortune to come over as his, his you know, retirement package. The, the David Beckham soccer model. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and with, with those sorts of things, you know, happening, I just, I can only feel it like, you know, the market that the US would bring to the game, sure, it is a, it's a threat to Australia's dominance, I mean, once the, once these call, once these players that are that, that are playing NFL now and uh, that are not linebackers, but you know, like yeah. you know, your wide receivers and guys like that, yep. are, that are tall and uh, and built, and you know, once those guys start looking, yeah. you know, start start becoming for you know props and yep. you know, it's you know, in twenty years we we might be fucking fucking anal on the regular. But here's but, the thing: a rising tide. Yep. lifts all ships. Yes. So if all of a sudden there's another market there, mm-hmm. that means that there's more money. More if sponsorship dollars flowing in, more money. It. If there's more money for players, correct. It also means, and I've bemoaned the fact, I'm convinced strongly mm-hmm. that a lack of available talent mm-hmm. is one of the reasons, not the one of the reasons, for the lack of professionalism in our game. Yeah. You know, when you have the kid that can get dumped from fucking three clubs for eating KFC and not turning up late for training, yep. be given a third chance and turn up late for training, 
Well, I mean that was that was that was a passport issue. It was he was that was the authorities. It wasn't it wasn't because it wasn't because he slept. I'm not talking about Sully. Stop fucking <laughs> projecting. <laughs> yes, you are. No, that's exactly who you, who are you talking about then. Um, uh, Jamal Which, Idris. Well, let's see. You, so you said KFC. That's Sully. If you had said Devon and tomato sauce sandwiches, <laughs> that's Idris. So, so Sully's the only person. That, see, this is that whole manly fan fucking. The whole world's not about you. Talking about growing the game, you're bringing yeah. it back to the northern beaches. Oh, you're bringing it back to Penrith, did you? Shut the no, fuck it was up. when he was at the Dogs and the Titans. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm all for it. Yep. Uh, Voodoo Rock said, uh, I think that the Tigers are declining in the lead up to episode 300 and a surprise guest appearance by Real Dad to make him comfortable for old time's sake. Look, I'll oh. tell you, I can, I can tell you it's not, it's not going to be a surprise guest appearance. Uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show, he did make the phone call yesterday uh, to talk about the Robbie Farrah incident. But then I said, look, I pulled out the calendar while I was on the phone and I said, look, it looks like it's going to be around sort of like mid, mid-August. I think it was something like 17th, 19th, like around, around that week. Uh, is going to be the 300th episode. So I'm like, look, we need to organize something. And he's like, yep, cool. So whether he comes back to the old uh, Like Vale studios to, to record or, or we go up to Toowoomba or we do something on a Sunday afternoon, uh, a segment with, you know, of the segments that we can do, you know, without being, you know, without having all the games under our belt, yep. that kind of thing, we're going to figure something out and he shall be making an appearance for 300. So can we please? Just like Robbie's going back to the Tigers to, do, to bring up his 250. <laughs> So too, so too, shall real day come back to bring up the three hundredth. It's it's like it's like the kids' graduation, but all all the parents are there. Yeah, yeah. whatever happened, whatever happened, everyone comes together because um, it's about the kids. Can we can we please watch a Tigers game with him, and then record oh, the audio, and then just make a real dad soundboard. Yeah, so what was it, was August nineteenth? We'll still be we'll still be in the regular season. We'll sort that out. Just just bear with me for a minute. I'm just going to quickly just scan ahead. Okay, so that's round twenty. Three, and the Tigers are playing on Saturday after five thirty PM versus the Dragons. That may be workable, and they'll probably lose that game. Yeah, I mean, like (laughs) when one talks about ducks being in a row, this is uh, about as uh, duckish as it can get. You know what? Yes, I will drive to Toowoomba Mm -hmm. and pick him up and bring him back. To watch that game. To watch that game. Yeah. If he, you know, doesn't want us in his fucking house and swearing around his kids. Yep. I will fucking ferry him back here. Oh yeah, that's that, that'll, that'll work though. I could, I could feel it. I got a good feeling about it. It's Fantastic. Gonna, and so we could do the Tigers game match review. We could do all the match reviews up until that game, and then, uh, and then plus we could do some uh, just news and just general. Can you imagine the level of intensity though? Like you get review, 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 Tigers review right after the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we'll do we'll do all of them after the game. I think it, yeah, fantastic. So you'd be miserable. Just he'll, 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 like, people will be like, oh, I don't, I don't remember him being such a fucking misery guts. But <laughs> Super Grover Four with over a billion dollars handed handled to the handed to the NRL. We can't get a work experience kid to hold even just the field mic at Journo's asking questions at the post match presser so we can hear them. What the actual fuck? Look, I agree. The only experience I have in anything other than the NRL um, in terms of press conferences is uh, UFC press conferences, and I've been in a number of those. And the way those worked was they had um, 
they've got like the local PR PR agency that work, works for the UFC and um, or now it's actually like the UFC have an office in, in Sydney and what they would do is they'd have two people there and they'd both have like a wireless microphone they'd be on the the journalists would be you know and and uh, and and people like me who aren't would be sitting there in the in uh, in the seats and they'd have a they'd have a microphone on each side and then if you want to ask a question you raise your hand and then someone's asking a question with one of the microphones whichever one's free they'll come over and they'll bring it to you when it's your you know just before you when you're the next guy up what, what and, you've uh, just described is how almost every speaking engagement that involves questions and responses to those questions ever actually I will, works I, I will say i have seen some nfl ones where it seems like the the guys aren't mic'd up that well either. I don't know whether they're um, like in training camp ones, like a lot of like you know preseason ones with the Falcons and stuff. Yeah, you, you have trouble hearing what the journal, what the the writers and the journalists are saying. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. That, that's like it's the easiest. It's a, two points to that. Two wireless microphones, and it, it, they're already there. But I mean, let's yeah. say you had to shell out from okay, you've, you've, you're paying three hundred dollars. Like here's the thing. Press conferences, mm-hmm. Channel Nine and Fox don't give a shit about them. That's why there's no investment in the technology there. Mm-hmm. You know, it, well, it, Fox, the Fox, the Fox, they they do play them. Don't don't Fox put them on? Uh, not to my knowledge. Yeah. The okay. only the, the only time I see them is I've got to watch the game. Yeah. And then I've got to turn the app on if I'm not already watching the game yeah, on the app because yeah. uh, it's a separate okay. televised event. Yeah. Um. You, if, you know, if Channel Nine and and Fox had an interest in them, you fucking watch the tech get up on that. The sideline reporters can be heard fucking very easily. But you know what? Despite those two those two uh, networks or whatever, um, the two providers not having an interest in it, despite the fact they have zero interest in it. The NRL still see fit to televise them, so fucking. So the NRL put they them still on the to, app. to film film them yeah. in a video in, in video stats rather than just us reading the the, the quotes that were picked out what by you the got, journalists what you got to remember, present though, at the time. Is that a press conference? Mm-hmm. Is exactly that. It is a press conference that's mm-hmm. designed and classically was for the press mm-hmm. to ask all their questions, to get all the responses, to get their one to line, then and go and ones. write yeah. their yeah. articles. Yeah. They're not designed for the public to, to view, even in, though it's become in, that. In 1985, but I mean, in every sport that's become, exactly. it's become that. But again, it's just a level of complete unprofessionalism. Mm-hmm. If you're a fucking journo, I reckon they're working against it. I, you know, I think this is, it's like the lowest hanging fruit though. Yep. If you want to do something to shut cunts up on Twitter, like, I mean, I'm not saying it's the most bitched about thing, but it's so easy to just go, tick. That's it. Not going to hear about that again. Exactly. Uh, Giannis underscore Mateus said, uh, why was I not convinced by uh, stepdad's use of the word if in front of the sentence I started jerking off under the table at work? Oh, I don't even remember the context of that. No, I don't either, but uh, it's probably something to do with um, yo. Yeah. I'd say, probably. <laughs> if I had to guess. Tool Tourist, our hammers sent us one saying, listen to, tw- the, to This Week in League in the friendliest place in Australia. Hashtag Tool Tourist. And he sent us a lovely photo of the... Uh, the highway sign for Snowtown. Mm. So obviously he was out there um, trying to drum up some new business. Ching. That's it. Uh, oh, I started starting to get the shipment notices for the various uh, pieces for the the membership packs. So nice. what's the date today? Twenty nineteenth. So the twentieth. So yes. yeah. So actually, the well, yeah, the the scars were supposed to be complete nineteenth or twentieth. So I guess we'll be receiving them early next week. Um, Keychains. I got the dispatch notice for those yesterday. Yep. So it's all happening. Good um, stuff. So hopefully, ho- you know, with any luck, hopefully, you can send them out. Start sending them out like the end of next week. Um, 
That is it. Full time for episode 292. Thanks for listening. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League or also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Thank you very much to those who always uh, hit the like button and share them around. Really do appreciate it. Uh, iTunes. Got a couple of reviews this week. Let me go to landscape on the iPad so I can make them bigger for my old fucking eyes. Mo Sticky. Not like them other footy shows. Five stars. Inside the mind of league fans can be a dark and dirty place. Welcome to Twill. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Raw and brilliant. Five stars from Tubby Tommy. Insightful, intelligent, and hilarious look at the world of rugby league. The boys get on rambling tangents that are often more interesting than the games themselves. Look forward for uh, look forward every week for the next instalment. Do yourself a favour. Download it today. You won't regret it. And we've got bad review from Meat, Meat Ray. So I say meat ray because if it was meat tray, there'd be two T's and it'd be, you know what I mean? So it's meat, M-E-A-T-R-A-Y. So I guess it's like a Western suburbs meat ray. Oh, fantastic. Meat ray. Um, the occasional laugh to be had, but it's very annoying. These guys are so biased to their teams, especially the manly supporter. <laughs> An- another thing is how much they laugh at their own jokes. We'll, what we'll do, we'll address this review after we've got Sorry. it out there. And uh, and um, the manly guy sounds like Muttley from that old cartoon, which isn't a good thing. Now, look, first, meet Ray, if that indeed is your real name. I'd just like to preface our following comments by saying, I truly do wish you the best that life has to offer. So don't take it personal. <laughs> just... This is the second time this week that, that we've been accused of being biased to our own sides. Isn't there something in the description I'm of the show sure, that says one hundred percent biased? Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure there is, and that was put there for a reason, because uh, that's exactly how the show always was and always will be. Yes, I mean, you know, Tigers fans probably lament the the fact that there's not as much Tigers bias anymore, because you know what? Now instead of Manly Penrith, the Manly Tigers, it's a Manly and Penrith show. So uh, in terms of in terms of the, the hosts' biased bias. Um, so, go fuck yourself on that. And this, this, I, I take offence at the thing where they say how much they laugh at their own jokes. No, what the, we we happen to be friends, and we don't write notes in terms of what we're going to. We write notes in terms of the scores and the scorers and and that sort of thing. We write notes in terms of you know which news articles we're going to discuss, and if it's a news article that we're going to read out, we'll read out the news article. Um, you know, team list, things like that. They're, that's literally the only shit that I've gotten written down. Everything else is 100% off the fucking cuff. And you know what? We like making each other laugh. And so at the end of the day, it's not laughing at each other. We're not laughing at our, at our our own jokes. We're laughing at each... We're making each other laugh. Exactly. Which is, you know... Because let's face it, we're both fucking hilarious. Um, and I sound like Muttley. It's actually... That's not my laugh that sounds like Muttley. That's when we're doing podcasts at... You know, around 11 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock on a school night, and I have young children asleep directly in the room above me, uh, in the rooms above me. That's that's suppressing a laugh. Yes. That's not actually laughing. Well, you know what? No one has to justify their fucking muttliness. But yeah, exactly. Where's this muttly hatred coming from? Wacky races, mate. Like... Wacky races fucking represent. Fucking stole... I'll tell you what, there'd be less fuckhead millennials around today if more people... Watched fucking Muttley. You know what? Wacky races, they didn't, all of them didn't get a fucking trophy. No. Not at all. No. I'm sure there were a couple of deaths. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Jesus Christ. Well done, Mitre. Glad you enjoyed the show. 
and and thank you and thank you for taking the time to give a review, even if it was only a three star review. Of we are we are definitely happy. Fuck! What do we have to do to get a one? Um, be an be basically. We don't have to do anything to get a one. We just have to be ourselves, and people who lo- who like other podcasts better will give us the one. That's usually how it works. But do or or like that sh- or that shark uh, the shark Fitbit Milfman didn't even give us a one. I think we even got two stars from him. Yeah. yeah well, what that means that means that Meat Me- Ray has thought about the review and and thought and you know I've got some issues with the show, but it's like you know Meat Ray, feel it's above free average to email um, your points about your favourite team. And we'll read them out on the show to give a uh, an unbiased perspective. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, by opening up each of the match reports to fans of the teams who participate in said matches, this this uh, this this, well, show, gives, this, is, this show possibly gives more of a forum than any yeah. to uh, to to fans to have their own bias say about their exactly. Own teams so, Mitre, tweet us after your game, email us after your game, and we'll read them out on the show. And uh, I'm sure that you, I'm I'm almost certain that you won't tweet us. Yeah. I'm almost certain no, dude, that you, you want do to you. Thank, thank you for yeah, taking the time. Take yourself to iTunes in the podcast section. Go to sports and recreation category and check out what's hot. You'll see our logo there. Click in there, choose a rating and leave a review. And as you see, we don't give a fuck about bad reviews either. We'll read them all, good or bad. Um, yeah, sorry, you were going to say something? I thought you were just you were going to make a... You, you were trying to get my attention to make a point, but no. no I almost that's sneezed. Just, that's just... Uh, that's rheumatoid arthritis. I, I almost sneezed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convulsing over here. Shout out to our boys at Super League Pod, Sports BFs, uh, Green Machine Pod, West Weekly, Sports Castle you guys. Um... And cheers for the, to the sports BFs and, and Green Machine guys giving us good shout outs over the last couple of weeks as well. Thank you guys. Tipping. Well, it was an absolute landmark week in the tipping competition. Uh... In that punching prolapse, who I believe were number one last week, mm. they got eight out of eight. Oof. So that took them to a total of eighty. Second place only got six, so now we've got a buffer. Oh, I have to—I can't read out their names uh, this week, but uh, you know who you are. They're they're second on seventy-six, so a four a four-game lead now at the top. So of it's the, a, fir- a two-way battle. Uh, well, it's it's four four points between first and second, and then then it's like goes down in increments of one after that. Uh, then in in third we've got Robo Manola on seventy five. Then back one more to H Dragons fans, Pelay, uh, Chris B, and then another one back to Terry G and Jared Ash, and then one and and Giannis as well. That rounds out the top ten. Uh, I, th- I think I got six or seven, and I actually made a move. I'm in the top forty now. Oh, fantastic! So making making a move. Well, this is the best finish I've had in years. Uh, last man standing. Last we man need, standing. We, need, we can't talk. We can't. We, well, we can't describe them as as they need to be described. But it is my understanding that you were approached by the two last men standing. I was approached by the two last men standing who um, have decided to go with a communist approach. To say, look, how about we just split the dividend between the two of us? So they, they rather have, than fight to the death, they have split like a um, transitioning penis, uh, and they've asked to to split the winnings in the spirit of allowing a new round to to start for everybody else. Okay. So thank you very much to uh, at. Mario Siegs, Siegs and, and uh, uh, Kick, Kick the, the hunt. hunt. Well done, boys. And I guess, I, I guess, then 
the first round of NRL action after this weekend. We'll be back uh, in after rep round. So back the, in the mix, yeah. So the next NRL game, are you going to get another thing up on the website? Yeah, I, I actually think it's probably up already. So you can okay. use that. There's a last minute. Go to go to the website, uh, and you'll you'll see. Uh, on, on the sh- I think there's a shop page and there's a there's a last man standing entry thing yep uh, go in there we need to make sure if there's any notes you can attach to the order or whatever just we need to make sure you know we've got your your name your Twitter handle your name your email address well, if you don't have a yeah. Twitter handle that's fine we don't need it e- email address um, and you know what the the thing get your fucking pick in the amount of people who who got eliminated because they didn't get their pick in before kickoff of the first game. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit as long as the tweet or the email or whatever it is is fucking time stamped at seven fifty nine and kickoffs eight pm. Yep, we're sweet. But at eight oh one, yeah, we we can't. So yeah, if eight oh one, probably I don't. I doubt a game's decided that quickly either. But no, the game, yeah. game's not decided. But yeah, but yeah, you want to get it in before the kickoff. But of a man's got to have standards. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're not fucking Bos Rothfield going. Look, if it's eight thirty, it's fucking not okay. We got, we got we got to put the line somewhere, yeah, and then so. that's where it is. Okay, Super Coach, uh, the top teams there. Sam Seals doing. Samuel's doing. Whoever this Samuel is doing very well. He's in the top seventy-five of our overall Super Coach. Uh, but he's uh, leading now. Sam Seals, the cheap seeds, bought not bread. Captain Robbo, uh, pineapples for the pokies. Junior Mints, the pool of death. Grey Ghost, the journeyman, and Meme Queens return to the top ten. Mm. That's it, folks. Um, go New South Wales. Go New South Wales. Go men and league. women. Go, uh, go, go, um, Tonga. Go Samoa. Go Fiji. Go PNG. Go Wes Nagama's tears. Go the New South Wales women. And uh, yeah, and uh, Queensland women and and the Queensland men's teams can can both uh, go and have meetings. Yeah, they can. Like, yeah. And that's it. See you next week. See you next week. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.